D&D and nerds go hand in hand. Let's get started, gents. Open a can. Welcome to D&D nerds. You're level 11. Let's hear about it. Ingvar, go. So Ingvar, uh, being a an 11th level spellcaster, got a 6th level spell slot, uh, but he's only 10th level cleric, so no 6th level spells. He does have access to divine intervention, uh, which basically boils down to a 10% chance to get Valkyr to intervene. Uh, if he fails, he can try again after a long rest. If he succeeds, then he has to wait seven days. And um, as discussed out of game, uh, Valkyr's favorite way to intercede is the cantrip prestidigitation. Right. <laughs> you super clean during combat. So in my hour of great need, I call on Valkyr to intercede, and he makes my armor super spiffy. Or possibly create water. Just dump right. some water on you. <laughs> Take this, Kraken. <laughs> okay. Grim. Grim now has another third level spell slot, mm-hmm. which he has instead traded out uh, Spirit Shroud for uh, Aura of Vitality, which means that everybody within a 30 foot radius as a bonus action, I can have them, I can have any non hostile creature roll a two, roll 2d6 healing. Um, that lasts for one minute with concentration. So exciting about that. But also... I plan to more. knock it out every round. Right, right. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but wait, there's more. Uh, he you also, get, if you were to he also gets uh, improved Divine Smite, which now means that instead of having to expend a spell slot to do 1d8 damage, uh, he can he does that every time he has a melee attack. So I think we've decided <laughs> that you know shooting crossbow bolts is a last-ditch effort. Okay, y'all run. Yeah, so <laughs> I uh, um, got a six-level spell slot and a, and a six-level spell for. I picked up mental prison, which, um, uh, regardless of whether or not the uh, target succeeds or fails the the saving throw, it's five d ten psychic damage. It's very, uh, you know, scary to be put in a mental prison, whether or not you escape. Um, but if, if they fail, then um, they are restrained. They can't see or hear anything beyond 10 feet from them. And it, even if you know someone drags them through, like a friend or foe, uh, through the mental prison, they take more psychic damage. So, they're, uh, so it's a penalty box. Yes, it's you are put in the penalty box uh, kind of thing. Like uh, I do in, all the time. In your mind. So um, that said, uh, I Valkyrie also... Valkyrie likes to do that to his clerics, too. I also dropped um, Knock and picked up Polymorph uh, as part okay. of just leveling. Lots of locked chests coming your way. Yes. I mean, now we'll just, you know, assume they're mimics and polymorph them, <laughs> whether or not that works. <laughs> he was like, well, Mouse always picks the locks anyway. We've got a rogue, so I don't need this anymore. That's right. Drop it. Which brings us to Mouse. So you're all in Rogersheim. We did a little rolling at the end uh, there to see how kind of how things are going to go for the folk of Rogersheim. It did not look too good for the for the humans of Rogersheim, but for the Fearbolgs of Norland, it looked all right. Tell us what's happening with Mouse. So Mouse um, decided to stay with his people. And he, he felt that their leader, Alarg, was just not... She'd gotten too old. She had... She's too set in her ways, and there was going to be too much bloodshed, and he wanted to avoid that, and he felt he was the only person that could do that. He was especially set in her ways once she got turned to stone. <laughs> yeah, yep, literally. Um, so he stayed. He felt 
That was a responsibility that he needed. He couldn't. I love that we went 20 sessions without knowing anything at all about Mouse's background. And then in one <laughs> session, we went to his homeland and he grew so attached that he could not leave. It was all there the whole time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll introduce you to character in a little bit. Okay. Um, and I'm excited for that. Uh, what do you do as you leave Rogersheim and Mouse behind? Grim, Captain Grim. Turn the cannons on the Fairbolds. <laughs> <laughs> now that he's not a player, it's not PvP. If we right. can't have you, nobody can. Barnacle <laughs> right. Bess raises an army of crustaceans. What's Virgil going to do? Well, Virgil? Yeah. Virgil might stay too. He's Barnacle Bess's familiar. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you. I might be making hot chocolate, but I can hear. Virgil is sticking around. Okay. Or maybe he won't ever be a seagull ever again, but... Uh... <clears throat> no, he he doesn't like being changed out of seagull form. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the penalty box. <laughs> you know, as I say it, I realize I'm like... 75% joking turn the cannons on the fear bulbs, but <laughs> I mean, not so much. Yeah, because I mean, but it's we've a, already established that they'll win. Like, like, yeah, yeah, people yeah. of Rogersheim are doomed, right? Over, over so they, were, they rolled in that one, right? They, they that's, will... that's their own doing. <laughs> well, it's whoever rolled the dice. I think it was Mike, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah, hmm. Glad it wasn't me. Um, um, yeah, so. Away okay. we so sail. You're setting sail. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, what was our path, Jared? You had a Jared had I, a, I, I had, a Galon yeah. had mapped out a possible path as navigator. Right. He was, right. He was down below with some nautical charts for a little while. Right. <laughs> Come back up. Why are the cannons firing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and where's mouth? This was not <laughs> the plan as I thought it was. No. Um. I mean, so so here, I, I think I can. Uh, I'll draw this uh, on on where we are right now, but it's roughly. You know, like go to like either here or uh, to this place. Just like a local town, get some pl supplies. I, honestly, I'm only looking for um, the you know potions of healing because that's kind of my jam. Uh, other than that, if no one else needs, so to speak, regular supplies, then whether we go here, there, or anywhere, it doesn't really matter to me because really we're kind of making our way down this direction uh, because that is more or less uh, closest you know, pirate port of interest for rumors and maybe Captain Callus happens to be there. Uh, you know, well, the um, uh, town or whatever is like down there, but uh, rough sketch, right? Like, go get supplies, yeah, so go try to find some pirates. To the island of Moray first, then possibly over to Gwyneth, then down to the Nelanther yeah. Isles, just for anyone who might be listening and can't see the map. Right, sorry. I, I was I was only speaking to those of us here, not those of us in the future. There are so many of us in the future. Uh, <laughs> we demand not to be forgotten. Uh, okay. <laughs> So you're sailing south southwest uh, in the Sea of Moonshay. Um, like the other one is like roughly like go to Nemesor because that's another okay, pirate yeah. port. And then my fi final like rough sketch, the whole, round the whole thing out is this uh, place here, this island. 
has the island of Ioma. Uh, uh, yes, the island of I, I, sorry oh, for, those, there. For, the, for those future listeners uh, or <laughs> listeners. Uh, yeah, going to I, Ioma because something about purple crystals in the mountain, and I know like there's been a theme uh -huh. of purple rocks generally. Um, like there has in, in, in the campaign. That's completely unrelated lore, but yes. Hey, hey, you like maybe I don't know anything other than the fact that I saw purple crystals. Yeah, you know? and so like we might find something before we get that far that might be of more interest. Uh, or we might not, but yeah, this gives so this gives I, us a skeleton. Yeah, I, I did want to go to Skaug because Skaug was the pirate port. Uh huh. Yep. Skaug is is this big one up, kind of in the northern part here. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like you're sailing for Care Moray, which is on the island of the same name, Moray. Is that accurate? Sure. Someone That's roll a d six to see if you encounter something en route. On a one, you will. That is a two and a three. So no. You see a thing, perhaps. Uh, somebody roll a, a percentile dice. I I'll tell you what you what you that. catch sight of. What? Okay. Eighty-two. Uh, Eighty-two at your level. You see. Mm -mm -mm. You see a mysterious island uh, that isn't on your maps, but you avoid it. Whew. Close. Yeah. Close call. <laughs> Close call. <laughs> it's the island on the map uh, right here that we on, on our on. map. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm looking at the map. Where? Well, There's no I mean, paper in that. Yeah, there is. Because, like, look at these little islands off right off Kermore. Maybe they weren't on your map, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whew. Well, the reason we missed it is because it was, like, you know, like right in front of us. Like, oh, I don't know. I, yeah. We, we think it was an island. It was just like a, a napping whale, just like basking in the sun. We're like, it's an uncharted <laughs> island. Land ho! <laughs> What'd you call me? Yep. <laughs> Says the whale. <laughs> it's a Valkyrian insult. So you sail in towards Kaer uh, Moray, and what you see is kind of a... Um, it's a smallish harbor and then uh, kind of a low town and some cliffs overlooking it uh, and what looks like kind of a kind of a monument overlooking the town maybe and then pretty dense forest uh, as as the the hills rise into it so it doesn't look like there's any like roads out of the town it looks like it's pretty much in or out by boat um, off to the right is some mountains um, that what it says on the map the troll claw range. Um, those are some mountains off to the right. And, um, and there is a, like a small river kind of uh, meeting the sea there near uh, Kermore. And there's, there's a few boats in, in the Harbor. They look like mostly fishing boats, not warships of any kind, um, not pirate ships, um, but just simple kind of fisher folk boats. Um, it doesn't look like a very big town, a couple of thousand people max. Um, and no like big, you know, bright potions for sale signs, but you never know. Um, so I'm assuming you're pulling into Harbor. Nobody's stopping you. Uh, forward onward. Let's okay. do it. So, um, you, as you're, you know, as you're pulling up, obviously you're the most exciting thing that's happening that day. So fisher folk and, and children are kind of gathering around to watch and making sure that you're not like there to raid. Um, do you give any signs that you are there to raid? For example, by pointing ballistas at everybody and demanding their money. Just, just, just to be clear, the children are there to make sure that we're not here to raid. No, the fisher folk are there for that. The oh. children are there just because they're hoping you are there to raid because that would be exciting. And their <laughs> children, you know. Um, I, I don't feel like the that we have the particular need uh, to to you know to raid these people to to to, to uh, you know 
approach in a threatening manner or raid. <laughs> Good call. Where approach all nice like then raid. Then that's raid. That's how it works. <laughs> um, how are how are you guys feeling? Uh, those of you on the boat, how are you feeling about um, Mouse staying behind and stealing uh, your your Griffin? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, for that, sure, he stole the Griffin happened. crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he ever came back to the boat. I think he just stayed there. I think he went okay. invisible. But it's been a couple of days as you sailed yeah. here to Caremore, and you've noticed that he hasn't actually been around. And that, you know, you checked all the usual spots on board. Any fallout from from the loss of Mouse? I, Anyone I'm, miss him? I'm I'm sort of thinking like uh, like as we've like you know you know realized all right, well he's gone there's like this sort of like set of flashbacks where it's like all these things that he said over the last, you know, 20 sessions, you know, like, Oh, mm, he was totally good. Right. It's like, no, he totally was going to leave. Like, I mean, we, we never knew specifically, but now it's clicking into place. I, I don't know. That's, that's how I my was brain, thinking like sappy music playing each of you picturing like moments alone with mouse, you know, <laughs> oh, remember that good old time. Right. It's gone now forever. Ingvar's like, Talking about how stupid Mouse was, now glad he's gone. And then Barnacle Bus is like, I miss him too. Now, whose friends can I kill? Grim just goes, Kill all those fear bogs. Right. Grim's like, Oh, remember when you killed that one friend of his? Oh, and that other one. Remember that? Remember when you made friends with those assassin vines and then you killed them? Ingvar's like, None of them were good enough for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, as you disembark onto onto the pier, um, Grim, I need to know which cloak you're wearing of your several cloaks, just out of uh, curiosity. Um, the uh, which cloak is topmost? I should say. Right. <laughs> right uh, <laughs> you're wearing all of them, I presume. Right. The workaday cloak of the you know my regular. Uh, workaday, you know, bright white uh, with the, with the rays of like the little thanderite symbol on the back of it, like okay, you know, Chromar, the brass horn, like you know, just the not, the not your cult of dancing bear cloak, not the cult of dancing bear cloak, but okay, uh, just curious, um, because there is a a woman there wearing what looks like a bear cloak. Uh, oh, well, then I go up and talk to her for sure. Okay. And I show her the the medallion thing that that ties the because the cult of the dancing bear. I just saw the picture I took of it the other day, but it has a very specific like bear like claw. Bear claws. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I go, uh, you know, like, oh, are are are, are you, do you know, you dance? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to say it with a Russian accent, so it's like, oi, do you dance? <laughs> uh, she kind of gives you a look, like, how what? How can this be? Uh, and she says something to you that is definitely a coded Cult of the Dancing Bear phrase, uh, which we will not share in, you know, because it's secret or maybe sacred. We're, we're not going to share that here on the podcast. But she says, uh, you know, a, a key phrase of the Cult of the Dancing Bear, which is something you knew back in Waterdeep um, to you and kind of indicates that she's like affiliated with it and that it's here. And that she's at least like a level three rank member of it. New uh, main quest. <laughs> That's right. Derail full campaign. <laughs> so I guess and we she, she is. introduces herself as Ursa Thick-Eyed. Oh. 
That's right. Oh. <laughs> I actually didn't make up that name, so try that. You couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. Ursa the Kide. How many C's in that? <laughs> <laughs> several. Let's just say, leave it in several. Um, Big bottom bear. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, kind of early for that joke. No, <laughs> right on time. <laughs> early in the evening, maybe, but not early, early in the evening. That's what I meant. We're it's almost only a year half into a in. pandemic. Come on, right. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want from me, John? <laughs> so, um, so she indicates that she would like to talk to you alone at some point. Uh, let's table that for now. And and uh, Galron, you're off seeking potions, right? You know it. There's some kind of apothecary or healer or herbalist or something in town. So go ahead and uh, roll a d20. Let's no just see how way. you do. Yay! You rolled an 18. For so those. you definitely find 1d6 potions of greater healing. Sweet! Hooray, and we can buy them. You find three of them. Woot. That makes me happy. Um, and how much are they uh, each? Just uh... Um, The standard price according to the spreadsheet, I, I don't have it in front of me. Okay, yeah. Um, noted. A, a few hundred gold, I think. Sure. But it's like 250 I think? I don't know. So um, Ursa Thickhide uh, explains to you that she is a werebear. She, oh. She'll tell this to Grimm, not anybody else. But she'll explain to you that she is, in fact, a werebear. And... Uh, that she's, you know, a good lycanthrope, but there have been problems with bad lycanthropes in town. She's hoping that you've been sent by the Cult of the Dancing Bear to help deal with them. Have you been sent by the Cult of the Dancing Bear for that? We weren't sent specifically, but we look for uh, members of the Cult of the Dancing Bear and look to help them wherever we can. And we are here at your service. Uh, she says, in the forest, there is a, a camp of boars, and the boars have been trying to, uh, um, they've been raiding our town a little bit, and they're, they're, I think they're trying to get control of the moon well, which is uh, up near the, the tomb of Balandor, and she points up onto the, the, the hills where there's that monument, and she says, that's our, um, that's a holy shrine, and, um, and they've been, you know, we've been defending it, but they've been, they've been trying to take over the moon well there. Um, so if you uh, would accompany me into the forest, I, we, we can raid their, their camp. Um, just me or my party as well? No, them, but, you know, don't mention the werebear bit. Oh, the werebear bit, yeah, but the werebore, that's full. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, yeah, so I go and explain what's going on to everybody, and, um, you know, and they've heard the glory retellings of the Cult of the Dancing Bear stories. Like, you know, Haven't we all? Right. Once they learn that Ingvar is a priest of Valkyr, they uh, they really want you to go uh, up on into this. Um, so the the tomb of Balandor is, is kind of up on a hill there, and it's this ancient Elvish tomb, and um, it overlooks the town, and it's you know kind of kind of a shrine because the elf buried there something something. Um, you're not really paying attention to all that, but it, it is a, a shrine of Valkyr of of some. It's like the closest they've got, right? It's not a temple in any normal sense, but they hope that you would go up there and bless their boats, which which is a normal thing for a priest of Valkyr to do. Is that something you're willing to participate in? Absolutely, yes. Uh, okay, so while Galron's off buying potions, 
Um, or maybe he's back from buying potions. Maybe you all went together because maybe you like that. Um, maybe you all went with Gowron to buy potions. Just to support off with, me. with Ursa. You meet back up. Ingvar says, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go up to this tomb and bless their boats. And then Grim says, yeah, and then maybe we're going into the woods and, and battling some werebores, right? Into the woods. Into the woods. Um, so you go up uh, into this kind of tomb complex. It's not, it's not huge. Think of, there's kind of like a, I picture a, a balcony of stone that kind of overlooks the town and the, and the port. And then there's like basically, uh, you know, a, a sealed stone tomb. Um, with some Elvish writing. Any of you read Elvish? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. yes, I do. So Gowron's like, yeah, something about this elf, Uh, you know, uh, Balandor, he, I guess he loved the sea, and so Valker favored him or whatever. Anyway, he's buried here. So, um, so you start, you start blessing the boats. Yep. Uh, Just kind of roll like performance or something charisma based with advantage. Okay, we call that a 22. Things are going well. The the fishermen, you know, it's been a long time since they've had a priest of Valkyr here. They're really digging it. Um, they're really feeling it. And inside your head, uh, you feel what you what you think is Valkyr's voice, um, which you you know you've heard not too not too long ago. Yeah. And it says to you, cast summon celestial on the tomb. Well, okay then. So let's give these guys a little razzle dazzle. Summon celestial. <laughs> Um, I'll get my my what's call it out and what is your what's call it? Um, so you mentioned it's a was a reliquary is that what's called? Um, you, we we, yep. we kind of um, you have a reliquary. Well, I'm, I'm supposed to in order to uh, to to cast it. So it says a golden reliquary oh, worth right, at yeah. least 500 gold pieces. That's and true. We that is a component. I, I, I'm thinking that because it's Valker, I think it's probably like. Um, driftwood with gold inlaid into it i like it um and it's it's a reliquary that ingvar made while um he was in um oh i'm gunbarg um but he never used until he got to uh ninth ninth or tenth level or whatever um and was able to to guess that so that's my retcon of how we got it since you mentioned it in like the session. So he's holding that in one hand. He's holding the blessed trident of uh, that Valker of Fish Command that you know he, he got. It, it's his glaive, but it's captains of Valker as a trident of Fish Command. He's ho- holding those, and and you kind of point at the tomb um, and and cast summon celestial, and you you hear the stone starting to roll away. What mouse? Or sorry, not mouse. John, <laughs> you want to take over? You muted, John. The answer is no. He does not want yeah, to take over. <laughs> Ruining the moment, John. <laughs> so the the tomb opens, and uh, and up from the there's there's light that's coming from the tomb, um, and you hear a, a soft a soft moaning. Um, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> um, and then and up from uh, the tomb, what you see is is a is a as a being of light, um, who who. Whose form is is general, is basically human humanoid, but um, but it, it seems to be solidifying as 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 he rises, and it and then what you see before you is a triton. You might be familiar with tritons. I don't know how, how familiar you guys with tritons. They're sea people. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I, I I'm familiar because I you made a triton. I, I, I made a triton character, but I don't know if any of our party members are familiar. No, just roll with John. That's a good point. Okay, okay, that's fine. So you see, you see uh, somebody, uh, a, a sea person, and uh, he, he he looks at you, 
and and he says, "Who are you?" And then he looks around and and wonders where he is. And says out loud, "Where where is this? Where am I?" And then he looks down at his hands and he says, "Who am I?" Um, and then you get you guys start talking to him. Good. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Ingvar Ingvar Hornraven, cleric of Valkyr, and you've just been risen. You from recognize this Ingvar? Tomb. You've seen him before. Yes. Oh yes, Ingvar. I've 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 seen you. I I I recognize you from. I don't know how long ago it was. Uh, we were in Valkyr's Temple, but this isn't Valkyr's Temple. This isn't... Uh, what was it called again? Sorry. The Hall of Black Waves. The Hall of Black Waves. Um, I saw you there. You were fighting against those those giants and the Storm he Maiden. He looks remarkably like the Celestial that you summoned in the battle versus the Storm Maiden. Oh, interesting. So okay. have you have you joined us from the Trackless Sea? Like yeah. What? I, I, I think so. I think this is this is a uh, Valkyr has sent me. He sent me to help you, to to defeat the Storm Maiden with that dashing young Firbolg. Um. <laughs> Where is that handsome Firbolg? I'd like to meet him. Well, let's just turn this ship around. <laughs> Drop you off. He seemed like a great guy. Anyway, um, no. <laughs> we, we bring if I could be half the friend of you that he was. <laughs> We bring him there, and he's like, you know, I have a there? really strong attachment to these furbolgs. I think I'm going to stay. <laughs> oh, well, you can swim right on over. I'm going to stay and create, you know, another 11th level character that will then go join them, and then another, and then another, until they have an army. <laughs> That's why they're so winning up there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, long story short is that this this appears to be the spirit of a, an an old elvish um, well paladin uh, reincarnated into the body of a triton by Valkyr and uh, placed here to to aid you in your quest. Although right. he doesn't seem to know that much about it. Right. He's, well, he was going to he was going to say that that Valkyr had uh, had sent him sent him to aid you guys in that fight, and uh, in in between. He had communed with Valkyr some more, and and he was supposed to cleanse the seas of uh of the Black Fleet. What's it called? Why am I? Why is that Armada. sound? Armada. Armada. Right. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'm glad that he gave you a second chance because you were pretty useless in that battle. In the battle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do with these these flippers for hands, not yet. Um, mm. I think it's, you, it's also you made him use a bow, and that's not really his thing. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, I was avenging. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm supposed to help you. Uh, I, I feel I'm supposed to help you. Valker hasn't given me enough information, but, but I do know that. Um, Valker's a little vague. He is. We call him Vaker sometimes. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Around you don't. Not. Valker brought you back once. He can do it again. <laughs> He didn't say so, that. Whatever he now brings back the same uh, spirit in the body of a small gnome. Right. So, so, yeah, he's an elf. Uh, there's a whole backstory about how he went to sea. He fell in love with the sea. Um, He'll he, tell you about it sometime. Yeah. Anyway, but he's he's been brought back, and he's a he's a level eleven paladin who's got. And a his cool, name is. His name is Balandor. Not to be confused with Balder. Right. Balandor. They're they're All cousins. Right. Well, I'm glad that we finally have a proper sea paladin on our ship. <laughs> it's about time. Um, 
Jesse, you might want to know that. Uh, is, he, is he the captain of his ship? I'm I'm waiting for the stay in your lane. <laughs> how many how many cloaks does Valandor have? <laughs> Zero. Less. Nice. No cloaks. No, no cloaks. cloaks. He doesn't need. He's not even a paladin. Just... <laughs> no cloaks. Um, there's does, there's do, two things. Do you there's have a, a portrait? That... Of him, so we could like see, like see a picture of him. Yeah, sorry, let me give. You, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put it in in Slack. Okay. In just a sec, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. so there were two gifts, uh, two special gifts that um, Valkyr gave to to Balandor here. He gave him, um, um, a small stone, uh, um, lightning glass, uh, and he and he wears that, and that's his luck stone. Um, and he also gave him a what's uh mechanically a flame, a flame tongue, but it's we're gonna call it a lightning tongue sword. A long sword that does an extra d6 damage. Um, it was 2d6. 2d6, sorry. 2d6. Um, when lit up with lightning, yeah. Yeah, I have to speak a special word and then it, it starts going. And, and we made it. Do that. It just does it. Cool. Well, whenever but, we're in battle, whenever I go, I'll just tell you what to do. And then you'll do. <laughs> you work for me. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. No. <laughs> JK. As the ranking member of the Church of Valkyr. <laughs> in the near, nearest area. <laughs> well, that's it awesome. was always fun when Grimm, you know, reminded reminded Evangeline that she <laughs> that she worked for. Like <laughs> that always went I was, well. I was gonna be an Asmar, but um so just to, to mess with, with Grimm some, but I, how would that I don't understand. Uh, I didn't even <laughs> think it would really it you know, damage Grimm's psyche to have an Asmar right. around that what didn't work for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um Whew, dodge that ball. So some cool <laughs> things. Some cool things that uh he's oath, a, oath of the ancients paladin. Um he has this aura of warding so that take he's resistant to um damage from spells, which is cool. And anybody who stands near him gets that oh, as well. That your, so is that is that thirty feet right now or ten? ten just ten. <laughs> so if you want resistance to spells I also have the shield mess. What? I was gonna say we go back to back and <laughs> yeah, like, when your auras overlap, it's it's like yeah. it's gonna be insane. I was looking at that actually. So yeah, let me let me put this in Slack Hold on. Yeah, right, so go it's, gonna, go be, it's it. gonna be Grim and Bellendor, and then it's gonna be hand on shoulder, Ingvar and Galron <laughs> <laughs> So Galron actually multi-classed in the Paladin instead. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We've had an all Druid party. It's time for an all Paladin party. We got auras for days. <laughs> just wanted aura. It's one big Venn diagram. <laughs> all the auras. Twenty-four auras a day. What? <laughs> that was good. No penalty box. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, welcome to the team. That's all we needed. No, good. Come adventuring with us. Okay. So um, I don't have a battle map prepared, but later on that evening, you get uh, led by Ursa Thickhide into the forest and you battle some werebores, uh, roll for initiative. Or you see their camp. Do you try to sneak up on them or do you just raid in? She raid thinks in. there's maybe a dozen. I mean, two paladins. Like, I think mm. we're kind of past sneaking now. Yeah. Let's yeah. Clank, clank, clank. All right, here we be. Okay. Uh, yep. So just yeah, pop it, pop up with initiative. I've got some werewolves. Uh, 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 initiative. Oh, why did you roll with disadvantage? Oh, sorry. I had that. 
I had said that earlier when I was doing that. Sorry. Normal role. Because he, he's just so polite. He <laughs> just doesn't want to go first. If you want to take that. I don't know if you want to take the other one. Whatever. Uh, no, it's fine. Okay. I mean, was it with disadvantage? It was a one. Yeah, it would have been a seven, looks like. Seven. Yeah, that's fair. That's... So a nine, whatever. Okay. Uh, so hang on. <coughs> uh, Alright. Anyway, uh, looks like Galron goes first. Galron? Well, do do? Uh, I mean, if they're you know roughly even close to each other and we haven't gotten there yet, then boom, mm -hmm. we'll go with uh, Fireball. And uh, Whoa. yeah, at uh, what, fifth level. Basically, I'm, I'm just assigning you each two werebores. They're spread out such that that Dang. makes sense. Um, just let's see. So the uh, I mean, I know we don't we're not talking about battle map. The twenty foot radius. Yep. So yeah, forty foot diameter. Blah blah blah. Fireball. Yeah. Okay. With that damage, that's my deal. And then run away so I'm not in the front. <laughs> I'm still writing down initiative. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sure. Um. So I need to do a deck save for my two guys there, right? Uh huh. Uh, looks like neither yeah. of them made it, so they each took thirty one, which is. Okay. Right. Oh, and uh, not only do I run away, I run a little, fly a little bit further away too, because you know, because mm, you can, you can yeah. do that, right? right. Um, Ingvar, there's two werebores closing on you. What do you do? Yep, I'm going to call lightning. All right. So, Dex save DC 19 versus take... one of them. He fails. So, 36 lightning altogether. What's the other two? It's the div oh. No, sorry. 30, 34. The the extra mm -hmm. two is if it's already stormy. Mm, I don't not. think it is. Yeah. Nope. So 34 lightning damage and knocked 10 feet away. And I am like right behind Grim. In his aura. Yeah. Uh, Grim, what do you do? Um, they got somewhere worse. Um, how close to them are we? You're where you want to be. All right. So um, you said there's two assigned to me, so I just there's swing. Two, yeah, there's two coming at you, but you're, you're but you they haven't gone yet, so you close to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That'll hit. Okay. So 17, seventeen damage to me, mm -hmm. and then another fourteen. Same guy or different or the other guy? Uh, same one. Was he? I mean, he was still up, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, and then same one. Does a fourteen hit? Uh, 14, I don't think does. Hang on. Actually, it does. Believe it or not. All right. So that's so another eight. Another eight. Okay. That's not bad. 39. No, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, now that you get a, a plus D8 on everything, um, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, that makes it my turn, right? So. Aye, aye. Uh, versus Galron, I have, they're coming at you with hammers. Wait, what? Sure. What? I, I mean, ha hammers and tusks. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> They're in their hybrid form, which looks like sure. this. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll allow. Oh. All right. I'll wait. Uh, so this is versus Galron. Yes, they both have I'm sure. And the second guy. Uh, the one, the, I don't think the seven hit you. No, no, it does not. I, sorry. I, I, and then, I, and the, <laughs> the 19 hit you, it looks like. Yep. For, oh, man. It doesn't do both. Oh, that's because I only did that. Sorry. Uh, that was, what, tusks, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Tusks and the other, t they both hit you with their tusks, right? Uh, looks like it, yep. So So you take 22 tusk damage. Owie. Yeah. Uh, versus Ingvar. 
I'm gonna do that a little smoother. Uh, all right, so a maul for uh, 11 misses, uh, tusks for 25, that'll hit though, right? That's yep. a crit, um, so you take 14 from that one. The other maul misses, the 18 on tusks hits you, right? So uh, 14 from the first set of tusks and 10 from the other 24 tusk damage to you. Apparently they need to practice with their hammers, but they're doing great with the tusks. <laughs> um, did they come into my threat range on the on this turn? Like, can I take it? You, my attack you, off training? Uh, you haven't taken a turn yet, have you? Oh, yeah, you did. No, he did. I and, and he called lightning. Sure, yes. You, okay. you can have a reaction against one of them. Okay, 14. Uh, okay. Uh, versus the guy you already damaged, I assume? Yeah, that's fine. Yep. Okay. Um, Ballandor, two of them are coming at you. Okay. Miss, 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 miss. Uh, nothing hits you? Right. Okay. I noticed that, um, in this build, John, uh, was, uh, very careful to have a very high AC. <laughs> yeah. How, how uh, did you get a 20 AC? I'm just wondering. You got a 20 more than that, right? 21. You want to break that down? Uh, He's using so a shield, I, basically. I played, yeah. Oh. I don't use a shield. And Versus Grim, I got a 9, a 23, a 21, and an 8. So it looks like a one set of tusks and a maul. Is that right, Grim? Correct. Correct. So um, the tusks did 8 slashing, reduced to 5 for you, and the uh, maul did another 8 bludgeoning, reduced to 5. Down to 93, guys. Yeah. Valko wanted him to be really tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, that makes it your turn, um, John. Okay. Ballandor. Yeah, I'm just going to hit him. Oops. And Ursa's there, and she's fighting a couple, but we're not going to worry about her. I like how I have a ton of numbers here again. So... Yes, we all love that. <laughs> yeah, thought you would. At least it's more straightforward. Yeah, so it's 12, 12 plus 6 plus 6. So 12 plus 12, 24, first hit. Wait. Yes. Yes. Why is it 12 plus yeah. 6 plus 6, not 15? So it's, yes, it's no standard. It's 15 hand, two-headed, got two -handed, it. Two-headed, yeah. yeah. All right, so that we call that 24. You don't have right. to use a, uh, an action or anything to light up the sword. You just—it's oh, a bonus action. It's a bonus action, so I would. So he does that first. I did, yeah, I, I was assuming that. Thank, thank you. Thank yeah. you for stating it. Right. Um, if he had then tried to use a bonus action, I would have said no, no, no. Right. So that's uh, seventeen. Uh, yep. Two attacks. So 20, twenty-four plus seventeen is thirty-four. Twenty-four plus seventeen. <laughs> Forty-one. Forty-one. Sorry, doing this. Forty-one. Thank you. <laughs> okay, he's still up. The one you're hitting. Okay. Uh, top of the round, I believe. Galron, what do you do? There's two werewolves <laughs> attacking you. You could fireball them, but then now you'd be fireballing yourself. Well, or you could place it very, you know, carefully. I mean, why not? Um, uh, <laughs> and by why not, I mean, uh, why not fireball yourself? Why not fireball myself? I mean, I'll try to be as careful as possible not to hit me, and uh, we'll see how that goes. And um, and we're doing it at sixth, le no, fifth level again here. So fireball away, <laughs> and I'll make a DC seventeen deck save myself <laughs> with my plus two just in case I need it. Um, oh, one and... of them like dived into it. <laughs> he got a one and a two on his uh, his roll there. <laughs> uh, the other one almost made it. But they both took 44, and they are not looking so hot, those two. They're, like, well, pretty, I mean, pretty singed. That guy is, both like, this is, like, his first, 
if I had his to first say, night as a wereboard, he's like, I can't control these hooves. How do you run in these? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else on your turn, Gilbert? Uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, with my twenty deck save. That means I I did dodge you out of it. the way of my own fireball. So yeah, no damage to you. Okay, got it. That that's my turn. Okay, uh, those guys are almost dead. They're not not looking good. Um, Ingvar, what do you do? Um, I'm going to destructive wave. So it's a DC nineteen con save or take full and be prone. Otherwise, it's half and not prone. To both of them. Correct. Okay. Uh, looks like one of them made it with a twenty, and the other one failed with a six. Okay, so the one that made it would take 10 Thunder and 8 Radiant instead of 21 Thunder and 17 Radiant. Uh, sorry, the one who failed took how much? 21 and 17? 21 and 17, yes. 38 total. 38. That will kill him because he was already damaged. Sweet. So you, you have killed one of yours. <clears throat> Rock and roll. Uh, Grim, over to you. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, why did it do that thing again? All right. So 14 to hit with 22 damage. Mm -hmm. And then 19 for 19. That will kill that guy, that first guy who was already hit. Oh, no, yeah. wait, sorry. Uh, I was crossing off the wrong guy, but it is uh, still <laughs> kill the guy who was hit by, by you before. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I did kill him? Yes, you did. Okay, and then the other one that's there, I hit for 14. Okay, roger that. Uh, their turn. So let's see. I still have two on Galron, barely. Uh, 16, a 21, a 21, and a 20. That's a pretty good rolls. Those all hit. So 10 bludgeoning, 7 slashing, 12 bludgeoning, 8 slashing. I make that uh, 37 to you. Yep. All right. Ow, 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 ow. Yeah, they're feeling good about that. This one's squishy, they yell. <laughs> yeah, is that so? Other werewolves take note and you know prepare to rush you. Uh, but before they do... Ingvar, uh, here we go, versus you, with your remaining guy. An 11 and a 22. I'm assuming the 22 will hit you. Um, oh, there's a constitution save involved. Huh, maybe you better make that. Anybody who's been hit by a tusk, uh, also roll a con tw DC 12. Uh... Hey, you failed. Sweet. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you about that later. Hint, you're a werebore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jared, you have to make several of those, I think, right? Is, weren't you tusked several times? At least four, as I recall. What? Oh, I, just, I saw like 21, 21, 15, but there is in there a 12. Oh, no, a 12 makes it. Dang, dang. Jared, you, you, just, you just succeeded one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times in a row. <laughs> wow. Jared. Lag much? Um, yeah, I mean, he does have a plus seven. Uh, right. I was going to say, I'd, yeah. So. Do you recall if, if either of the two that hit me for eight damage were tusks? Let's say one of them was. All right. Oi. Oh, plus three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you're if you're in each other's auras, then you get you get both. Right. It it all stacks. <sighs> unfortunately. Actually, I wonder if it would, but because it's the same benefit. It does tonight. But for for the moment, you just yeah, it's Super, tonight, you, you tonight, like tonight. basically can't fail a save if you're next to those two. Gonna make it right, to right, to right. All right. Uh, so then versus Grim, I still have a guy. Uh, 18 and 16. The 18 hits you at the moment, right? It does. So you may take That's eight bludgeoning right? reduced to five. That's the mall, yeah. Not the tusk. 
Um, and then versus um, Ballandor. Hang on a second. Versus Ballandor, we got one, two, three, four. Which is a 23 will hit you, right? Yeah. Finally. Take six bludgeoning. Ha! <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, and the tusks miss, and the maul misses, and the 19 misses with the tusks. So, yep, that's it for you. Uh, your turn, though, Ballandor. Okay. Let's do my damage here so I don't forget. All right. Let's Going against the one you've already hurt, I assume? Yes. And it's still lit up. It's got lightning crackling all over the place. And there we go. The 12 will miss. Oh, wow. He dodges. Man. He blocks it with his maul. Okay, that one. says, ha! <laughs> all right, so that's 14. <laughs> While he's Four gloating, you stab him. That's 14. <laughs> 14. Okay. Take that, Rocksteady. Or is that Bebop? Which one is it? I can't remember. <laughs> I think it's Bebop. <laughs> is, that guy, is that guy still up? <laughs> yes, he's still up. Because you didn't deal quite as much damage as you did last year. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna. And I would out. just like to point out that the other the other paladin is outpacing you and making you look bad. That's so right. is the other Valkyrian worshiper. Mm. Right. Right. So your audition is not going great. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm <laughs> push doing this. real well at the not getting hit though. Yeah, I'm gonna push this guy down just for the fun of it. With your shield. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, athletics. Opposed versus my athletics, right? Athletics Wait. or dex. It depends. Athletics or acrobatics, depending on what you want. Up to you. All right. 16 for me, 28 for you. Yes, you. he's now what? Prone or pushed? He's, uh, I will make him prone, just for the heck of it. Okay. All right. Uh, the guy you've already wounded, right? Yep. Just so I'm clear. Okay. Uh, top of the round, Galron, uh, you have two almost dead werebores who are frothing at the mouth, trying to infect you <laughs> desperately with lycanthropy. Well, uh, can't be having that. I really thought about polymorph, but I I know it just won't work. You know, it just kind of amuses me though. Um, that that said, uh, I mean, I, I feel Ooh, like it just. John, don't you have moonbeam as a spell? I do. Be a good thing to drop on lycanthropes. They're uh, particularly right. vulnerable to it. It'll change them back, huh? Yeah. I feel like I, I have no choice uh, other than to do a fourth level Snillix Snowball Swarm. Does that affect both of them or one of them? Uh, both of them, yeah. Like, so, yeah. It erupts and then creatures within five feet of it. So assuming if they're both melee attacks. I had me, them on either side of you. Did you? Okay, all right. In, that In case, my head. Sure, 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 sure. In that well, then in that case, I wouldn't do the Snowlix. Wait, can I target? I mean, you still I, would. Uh, I would. Each creature. Yeah, I'll do it. It's it's happening. There you go. I'm, I'll I'll do the. So, dice. Ingvar, you, you cast call lightning, but then you didn't you didn't call it last round. Is that right? I failed my concentration check when I took Got damage. It. So okay. Anyway. Yep. Uh, so dex save DC seventeen to me. Yeah. Uh, barely missed. Okay. So well. Uh, well, no, like to, trying. So, so it's on me. So, within five feet of me, is both of them yes or no? No, you you can't target it so that it affects because if you target yourself, basically a five foot radius isn't both isn't sides. affecting three three squares in a row. It's two, right? Okay, well, yep. in that case, I'm not going to hit myself. I'm just going to hit the one right. for sixteen. Got it. Right. Uh, you'll kill him whether he made a save or not. All right. He he dies buried under a a flood of snowballs. A swarm, if you will. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, Ingvar, you uh, have, you're still facing one. Yes, um, I am going to glaive. I guess why not? Why? Yeah. 
15 will hit. for 12. 15 for 12, okay. Um, and then if he's still up... He is. Then I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Um, so 13 for... 13 misses. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Grim, you're still facing one? I am. Give it the old hack and slash. Mm-hmm. 29 to hit will hit. For 15. Okay. And 27 for 14. Okay. Yep. And the butt for 11. Okay. Uh, his hit points are dropping rapidly, but he's still up. Uh, that means it's their turn. I have one on Galron. <coughs> uh, 13 and a 13. Do those hit you? You're muted. They do? Yeah. Uh, so uh, 11 and 8 and a new con save DC 12. Uh, all right. Well, I think I'm dead. So uh, yeah, you, you still you still have to see if you're uh, infected with lycanthropy. I'm at precisely zero, and with a con save, let's uh, see where that goes. Ooh, Ooh nat twenty. So whoa, I'm Not a very unhealthy. I'm, I'm a very unhealthy, unconscious <laughs> person. <laughs> okay, as so opposed to the usual healthy ones. That's right. <laughs> uh, versus Ingvar, I still have a guy. 18 and 10. 18 hits you for 10, right? Correct. Um, versus Grim, I have one. 14 and 21. The 21 will hit you for 11 slashing with a DC 12 con save. You also nat 20. You're not looking to be infected. Although I, th I think you can't because it... Uh, oh, no, it's a curse, not a disease. disease. Um, okay. Then... Um, <coughs> And then versus Ballandor. Oh, there's still two on Ballandor. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Miss. Ooh, one hit. One of them hit you with, with a, uh, maul. a maul for 13. Yep. All right. All right. I see you, Wibble. Let's go to the maul. <laughs> making it your turn, Ballandor. Uh, I said to make sure I take the damage or else I'll forget. Dang it. Yes. Do take it. Don't right. forget. I know. I don't want to forget. All right. All right. Let's All right. hopefully kill this one guy. Do we it. shall see. 27 will hit. Oh, damage wait. not listed. I don't, know I don't know. That happens sometimes. That's weird. Yeah. Well, we'll do damage. Just click the pink slip. Oh, there it goes. So that is 8 plus 9 plus 7. 8 plus 9, 17 plus 7, 24. Is, that, is he still up? No, he's dead. Okay. Did the other one get up? Or did they both? Oh, he got up, I guess. Uh, I killed him anyway. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Oh well, sorry. Yes, you were. Uh, I guess he would have gotten up on his turn, right? Using turn, yeah. half his movement, mm -hmm. right? So I'll attack the other guy. Tim. Oh, he that missed. misses. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to push him down. <laughs> Just out of spite. Yes. <laughs> no, actually, there's a reason for it. Um, here we go. You barely succeed. Okay. You do so push him down. I'm going to walk past him and go over to where Galron's uh, borders are, or whatever. I think he still gets an opportunity. Right. It, it, it's a disadvantage. Disadvantage, yeah. So. Okay. Well, he fails. Okay. So I, I am going... Yeah. So I'm over by Galron. I don't know how far that is, but we'll say we make it, right? Yeah, you make it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Galron, it's your turn. You're at zero, so no death save needed. Is that right? Free, isn't there an exception I, I, at zero? I think I I think I do have to make a death save. I mean, or D&D... &D, I'll, roll, I'll roll whether or not I... Guess I need to just um, just to kick that off. There you go. I failed. Okay, and then and then look it up. Yep, that's what I'll do. Okay. Um, I mean, in the rules we kind of looked at, you would be prone and and like you know kind of dying. So if you want to do an action, you could. Uh, like quaff a healing potion. Eh, 
Yeah, I mean, if, if that's an option, it's not cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm just, I'm, it's I'll, not thematically I'll, cool. I agree. I, I, I failed a death save. I'm looking up uh, if what happens specifically at zero. Okay, Ingvar, um, you are facing a werewolf still. He's yes, taking the coughing uh, action. What? <laughs> Um, so my spiritual weapon is going to do... Is going to nat one nothing. is what it's going to do. Uh, okay. Um, no I'm free attack to, for you. I know. Um, okay. I'm going to toll the dead on this guy. Okay. It's a DC-19 wisdom save or take 30 necrotic damage. I'm sure he's super wise. Hang on. <laughs> Uh, with my 11, I fail that and take 30, uh, and like waves of black energy seep out of him, uh, and he's reduced by 30 hit points, but still Wait, up. Still up. Ah, dang it. Okay. I really want to go get, get over to Gowron so I can heal him, but. Well, the paladin's already over there. The other, the new paladin. Yeah. Gallandor. And he, you know, presumably has some healing abilities. Yeah. That's the other thing better. is that your, your healing pool is now huge. Yeah. From two paladins. Plus the cleric. So, Gowron, you're in good hands with all state. <laughs> I'm hoping that his healing abilities are better than his fighting abilities because so far they've been. Wow. <laughs> it's a nice burn. You did not just say that, man. <laughs> Maybe if we were underwater, it'd be better. I'm, I'm going to tell Valker. <laughs> that you saw. Do it. Do it. <laughs> he I likes agree. me more than you anyway. Take, take Does he, though? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, you you brought back from the dead too, weren't you? Yeah, uh, he was. Yeah, like right away Grim, too. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, not a thousand years later. <laughs> I didn't have to wait for some. Twenty-eight hits. To summon me. Sixteen hits. Uh, sixteen plus six plus twelve plus five is all told more than twenty-four. Check my math on that. Okay, you have killed your second guy, Grim. Okay, yeah. then I run over to Galron, and is there still? Well, is there still one near Galron? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, then I run over to that one and hit him with the butt. Ah, oh, it would have been so cool flying through the air with the polearm butt, but you missed. But I'm near Galron. But you're near Galron, as is Ballandor. Mm -hmm. It's their turn. The one that was standing over or Galron. Uh, all right, so just to be clear, the one that was formerly facing Ballandor stands up and runs over to Ballandor to hit him. The one that was with Galron is also attacking Ballandor because he arrived on the scene first. So, was that clear? Did I say yeah. that right? Um, yeah. The one that is attacking Ingvar is still attacking Ingvar. Nobody is attacking Grim. Okay. So, I have uh, versus Ingvar. Let's see my order here. Sorry. 24 and 7. 24 will hit you for 14. Yep. Bludgeoning. Yep. Versus. Ballandor, the one that uh, had been prone and stood oh, up, uh, hit you for seven with his maul. Yeah. Then the other one that had been attacking Galron, uh, 21 hits you, right? Yes, yes. So he hit you with tusks for nine and a DC 12 con save. Okay. But you get both yours and Grimm's auras. <laughs> yeah, you're both right there. So. Now. All right. So... so my hope of you contracting lycanthropy here is... Shall we say slim? <laughs> yeah, three, three plus slim three plus seven slim to none. Uh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Never get to have any fun. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm Ingvar's lycanthrope. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay, I think that's all the guys I've got left. Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna, it's your turn. There's gonna attack. at least two combatants near you. One of them is heavily singed. I'm gonna attack that that the that guy first. Okay. Fourteen hits, barely. Oh, I mean wow. barely. You've been rolling awful. Twenty-three is thirty-one. Okay, well that will beat his three hit points. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. Well good. So he's chopped in half. I felt bad for him a little bit right before I came. Did I you? <laughs> Just a little bit. That's why I, I pulled it some. <laughs> Didn't look like it. Uh, the, the 20 hits the other one for... 20, 24. 24. Uh -huh. Okay. He was previously undamaged, the one that uh, had been... He was knocked down once, but he was previously undamaged. Okay. Um, well, that's saving. that's your turn, I think, right? Yep. No bonus <laughs> actions, right? No, no, no. You could knock him down so that Grim could... I think Grim can handle it, so I'm going to let him... You, you, is uh is using lay on a hands an action or bonus action? I was actually trying to figure that out. It doesn't say it's action. 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 Okay, just curious. Um, all right, y'all are on top of the round. Uh, death save or did you? What, what rules did you figure out at zero? Yeah. Uh, so I it it's not it's nothing uh, special. I still like zero, okay. like dropping precisely to zero is the same as you know dropping you know, negative some capacity. So okay, sorry. I, I thought there was an exception there. No, no. I think we. I think it's back on the way up that there's an exception, right? That you go to zero. If if you make your zero saving throws and you don't roll any twenties, then you have you're you're stabilized at zero hit points. That's what it is. Sorry. Okay, Galron, make a death save. You did uh, oh, nineteen. I yep, I have a fail and a success. Okay. Noted, Ingvar. You're facing uh, one werebore. Okay, so first he look very angry. <laughs> uh, first, I'm going to use he my. He look like a man weapon. pig. <laughs> I tried that with my kids the other day, and they were like, "I don't. What are you doing, Dad? Did you play that in the original? No, I didn't. I didn't get it. Well, no wonder they didn't get it. <laughs> they were just like, Dad, you sound vaguely racist, and I'm like, <laughs> No, <laughs> it's uh... accurate. <laughs> <laughs> they were right. No, it's not. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Even in the context of the original sketch, it is. Yeah, no, it totally. But not I was that like, vague. Like, no, my childhood. Um, in Texas, it's not, there's no chance it was racist. Right. Oh man. In Southeast Louisiana, it was complimentary. Right. I'm sure. Um, so a 29 hits, nine damage. Is okay. he still up? Yes. And well, loving I think, it. I think it's time for us to find out what Valker's will is for this guy. You're really gonna divine intercede on a guy who has nine hit no, points? No, 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 no. The wand of wonder. Oh, oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. So you are praying for divine intervention. <laughs> oh, no. What does it do? <laughs> Read it. You, you enlarge the target as if you had cast enlarge reduce. Yeah. If the target can't be affected by that spell or if you didn't target a creature, you'd be no. target. He big. Uh, <laughs> someone want to pop that into, into the thing for me? <laughs> what does enlarge reduce do to me? For some reason... Valker sees fit to make this werebore huge. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, he's big. He doubles in size in all dimensions. His weight is multiplied by eight. He's now considered large. He has advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Sweet. Now try knocking him down, Balanor. Right. And give him a nudge now. Don't give him a nudge. If the target's unwilling, it can make a constitution saving He's not unwilling. Nope. He's willing. Okay, nice job. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> literally made a huge mistake. Uh, uh, Grim, what do you do? You're standing over Galron. He's, he's your friend is dying. There's another paladin there. A rival paladin. I strike down the giant. Oh, you're going after the the big were werebor. Yeah. Okay. That will hit, uh, but not quite uh, strike him down. Oh no, wait. Yeah, it will. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you said he had nine hit points, right? Yeah, but I thought he got more hip dice here, but he does not. No. It was Valker's will that you be all that much more impressive for right. the big bottom bear. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> she's watching. Wow. Ursa is? Yeah, you bet. Um, are there are there any more? Mm, yeah. Ballandor still has one. Okay, well, then I go kill his. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 22 there. Wait, okay. So that that hit, but that hit I, and did twenty two. Okay, but right, yeah, but I've add another six to that. Okay, it's still up because you did a divine smite. Yeah, ah. you also hit with the butt. So for sixteen, mm -hmm. and then another another divine smite, another nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that will knock him down. <laughs> that's how it's done. <laughs> That's how paladins do, right? That's, that's yeah. Final paladins. score, Grim. What was that, Grim? How many did you down? Four. Four. <laughs> uh, so hang on, I'm just gonna because now I've decided we're switching to um, Monster XP by Monsters You Kill. Just oh, kidding. good. good. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, Ballander, how many did you down? You downed one. Is that right? I I think so. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I that's accurate. <laughs> okay. No, wait. Didn't who killed the other one by by Galron? I I killed him. You, the snow oh, no, I, I did kill him. Oh, the other one. No, he was still singed. Remember, he was singed when I yeah, got you, there. I, yeah, I you, got the, you got the killing blow on him. Galron yeah, only killed him. one, but he almost killed two. Um, yeah. Ingvar killed both of his and nobody else. Is that right? No, I, I killed one of mine, and then I made the other one huge. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> so final score, Galron one, Ingvar one, Grim four, uh, Ballandor two. All right. Yeah. Okay. Ballandor's still getting used to this form. Right. <laughs> For that, I get Satsuma Fizz. <laughs> nice. Okay. It has a really good, uh, like, Clementine flavor. It doesn't taste like orange soda. It tastes like Clementine. I like that one. That's cool. Yeah. So, so here, here's what Ingvar is thinking. First of all, he doesn't have any more fifth-level spell slots, so he couldn't cast Greater Restoration on himself if he wanted to right, right now, at least until long. Anyway, last. you would need to remove Curse. Right. Well, Greater Restoration does remove a Curse. Oh, I'm used to them being different spells. Sorry. Different addition uh, uh, problems. Gotcha. Um, but I feel like Ingvar would be like, either this is Valker's will that he's a werebore, or it's not. So he's going to use his divine intervention. And if Valker chooses to remove the lycanthropy, then he does. Otherwise, I think Ingvar is going to, to see how it plays out. He could change it to a different form of, uh, of lycanthropy. All right, roll percentile dice. All right. 10% chance, right? So uh, zero, 1 to 10. Yeah, so... So 61, Valkyrie Valker does not... He's like, I just gave you, a, like, a warrior to accompany yeah. you. Leave me alone for a day. That's fine. Okay. Uh, okay. So so you, you've decided that it's Valkyrie's will and you're never going to be healed? You're going to develop into a werebore? Well, I mean, I, I guess I could ask him again tomorrow, but I mean... <laughs> Or How many times I'm going to ask him before I just need to recognize that? It's or his eventually will. cast greater restoration on yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll see. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Just so we're clear, 
One of the most ancient and feared of all curses, lycanthropy can transform the most civilized humans into ravening beasts and natural humanoid form or creature cursed by lycanthropy appears as its normal self. They, uh, you could be hybrid. He would have a uh, test. No, it, sorry, remove curse is its, is its own spell. Does greater restoration also remove curses? Pop greater restoration says. in. Roger that. I think it's a higher level spell, so it probably does. But. Okay. Yeah, I think Greater Restoration handles a wider variety of cases, and it's higher level, so yeah, okay. Yeah. Roger, roger. So, um, Ursa's very grateful. She's willing to show that to Grimm off-screen in the manner of his choosing. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yes. Um, uh, keep that to yourself, though. It's a family podcast. Not really. Um, and I think that's it for Care More, unless there's other things you wanted to accomplish here on this right. island. Besides gaining a new party member, a bunch of potions of healing, and possibly lycanthropy. Oh, so somebody, I guess, healed Galron at some point. Uh, I, yeah, I presumably. So. <laughs> I, actually, you know. I mean, I can roll more death saves. <laughs> Since it got to your turn, uh, Balandor, and there was nobody left standing, maybe that was you? Sure. Maybe you're, you know, helping out, in, integrating into the party by doing a little healing? Yeah, definitely. Picking up some of the chores? Sure, yeah, I'll do that. Do you want me to actually... No. Okay. I presume we'll because then, because then you guys end up with a long rest anyway, right? Which is the lovely thing about D anD D five e is that basically you only have one combat between long rests, unless you're really tracking it in a dungeon. In the scenario where we currently are, yeah, like which you know for the last year, you know, of our lives. But <laughs> all, but almost all five e games I've observed are like that. That's one of the reasons why I was like. I'll drop two fifth level fireballs on these guys because right because uh, what's cause, the penalty? There isn't right because because yeah. the, the alternative is I never use my fifth level spell slots. You know, because right. like you got to save them out for of, later out of caution. Right. Yeah. I use um, my fifth level spell slots for call lightning and destructive wave, and then uh, I was like, "Oops, lycanthropy." Ooh. Oh well. <sighs> okay. Cool. cool. Um, so uh, if nothing else is happening, oh. Um, among the treasure you gain from the Werebor camp, uh, from one of them, you notice that his wounds are healing and that he's stabilizing and it, he has like a periapt of wound closure on. So you take that off him and then kill him, presumably. There's a periapt of wound closure. Uh, one of you can decide who gets that. Galron will make a case that he's the only one who went down this battle, but normally he avoids damage altogether. So I do, up to you guys. How right. do you want to do that? When we, when we have tactics and battle maps, I do try to avoid the, the damage. You do almost possible. always avoid all the damage. So I'm fine. And it's usually Grim who goes down. Hey, you know, this, this worked out, you know, in, in, the, so, in the long run. Up to you guys what you want to do that, but there's a periaptive wound closure. Does that require like attunement or? It does, yeah. Uh, I do not want that. Well, I, don't, I don't think you guys trust me anyway. My, yeah. my awful, I trust you. So. It's it's rude to let join the party and then claim the first treasure. That's just like <laughs> considered bad form. Yeah. Let's give it to uh, um, you know Balador then. Just I don't need it. You don't need it. Oh yeah, Grim needs it. Right? Grim, yeah, I think go for it, Grim. Right. Have some more. Have yeah, some jewelry. You, you like Although turn it into does a, sometimes go down. Turn turn it into a clasp on one of your uh, uh, one of your capes. I, I would love to get it, but I already have all three of my attunement slots full. So, mm. okay, there you go. That's cool. Oh, oh! Whenever you roll a hit die to regain hit points, double the number of hit points you restore. That's handy too. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Um, I because you do sometimes do that. Yeah, try to heal. And all. So yeah, I only have one slot left for a for attunement. By the way, I'm using all mine. 
Um, on what? Like my, so, my sword and the luckstone that I have both are. Uh, okay. Do I? So does a plus two glaive like even does that? That doesn't require attunement, huh? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I, I I'm using uh, my attunement slots on the gloves of swimming and climbing. To, so I have a swimming speed. I've got the staff of charming and the staff of thunder and lightning. So that's those are my three. That's right. Weapon plus two just. So we're clear. Does not require attunement. I didn't that think I see. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, uh, I, I, right, I, so you, I, I have a just like a, a, a random aside sort of thing. Like uh, I, I, Galron has a new goal uh, with, with his you know ritual feat. You know for like wizard stuff. He's on the lookout for uh, a specific a specific fifth level wizard spell rary's telepathic bond so that like we can all just you know talk to each other uh mm. telepathically so that's so different than what we just allow well know, i i, I want to you know, like like i say I'm, I, i'm going for like if it ever shows up like you know around, I like I, yeah that's that's my thing to, to to be able to do what we actually do right sometimes spitball during the middle of combat yeah right Okay, if there's nothing else in Kermoran, I'm assuming that the following morning um, you uh, slip away in the early dawn hours without saying goodbye. Is that right, Grim? The Irish goodbye, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but Sorry, not without no, getting another level of renown in... Uh... <laughs> hey, uh, actually, this is a service to the uh, cult of the dancing bear. So, apologies to all our Irish listeners. <laughs> Roll a d eight renown. <laughs> well, I had Three. middle of service. <laughs> yep. Uh... <laughs> Go ahead and put a notch here in my book. <laughs> There's lots of double entendres going on. I don't know what's happening. You notice that uh, the 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 haft of his glaive now has three notches on it <laughs> instead of two. Um, I like that uh, Mike's actually like going through his character sheet and possibly making a notch somewhere. <laughs> I think he's recording the renown. <laughs> Maybe I mean there's a notes section for the renown, so heaven help us what he's writing there. Heaven help you all. <laughs> this book would ruin me. Just ruin me. <laughs> when you run for office. Right. Um this whole podcast would ruin you. We're all taking uh, like numbers and treasures notes and Mike's notebook is just fanfic. He's just slash <laughs> fic. You know, uh, so you're sailing you take... down to Care Corwell, is that right? You guys take notes? I mean only if <laughs> I, 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 I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to go to I prepped Corwell. It. We definitely stopped to look for spells. Thank you. <laughs> um so Care Corwell, you sail in uh, down the 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 Firth of Corwell, which is that um, body of water leading to the care leading to Care Corwell. Care Corwell, in case you have lost track of our map here on the island of Gwyneth. Um, and as you sail there, you discover that it looks like there's a completely ruined town um, with buildings that have been destroyed, rubble. Um, so, you know burned thatch roofs um, and then kind of there's a low hill and what looks like a still standing but partially damaged 
um, keep. It's not not like a super impressive keep, but it is a keep. Um, and that's what you see there. We move in. <laughs> to the keep. <laughs> Rooms and teams. Rooms and teams. <laughs> yep, uh, we drop off Ballandor to manage it. <laughs> All right, uh, John, new character. Sorry, all right, you've been drafted as a. You know what we really need from Valkyr is all a, that work. A bed and breakfast manager. I need a landlord. <laughs> this looks like a thriving tourism area. Handle this. <laughs> That's the D and D equivalent of getting your PhD in English and having to work at Barnes and Noble. Like that. it really is. <laughs> Uh, so you um, you weigh anchor there, and and no no children come out to meet you. No, there's no there's perhaps a few stray dogs, but n- no people to be seen at all. Um, the keep looks like it's maybe half a mile away, kind of through the ruined town and up on a hill. Hey, Mouse, you gonna try to talk to those dogs? Oh, where's oh. <laughs> Mouse? Uh, wait till we get in the water. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what, a weird, what a weird response for <laughs> the new person. That's my thought. Wait till we get in the water. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait till I get uh, <laughs> It turns out that's his standard response to many things. <laughs> Even talking to him. <laughs> I'm not used to this new body, but I know that when we get in the water it's for the first awful. time in my life in this body, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> what do you do? Start talking to the plants. <laughs> how, many, how many loads of dogs are there? rounding up stray dogs for breeding So you, as you head up towards the keep, um, all of you, presumably, yes, um, follow, eventually following Galron's leave, lead, lead um, you discover that uh, the keep is uh, under some kind of siege uh, by a, a relatively small force. There are there's maybe five or six uh, what look like tree ants, uh, like you know, moving trees. Um, oh, and uh, a. Um, couple of other beings one is uh oh i have a picture of this guy that looks like one is kind of a glowing elf and the other one is a non-glowing elf and then there's kind of a shorter stony goat man thing hang on i'll send you pictures so all the types of elves the glowing kind (laughs) the glowing elf and a non-glowing elf Here's here's a picture of the glowing elf. A stony elf. (laughs) (laughs) A dopey elf. (laughs) Sleepy elf. elf, (laughs) And duck. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) You're ruining my drama. You know, I was... 
It was so serious there for just a moment. <laughs> Don't ask me when. <sighs> All right, so that is a picture of the glowing elf. The other one is going to happen in Slack because that's where I have the picture. Hang on. Or I guess are I these could the guys that the tree the ants are are attacking? No, they're with these them. are. Um, they're with the tree ants. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the other one, hang on, copy image location. I think I have to paste this one into Slack because I don't think people are working roll twenty. But uh, here's the picture of the non-glowing elf. Um, so they, the elves, approach you and demand to know your business here. Yeah, he's not glowing. Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> he's not glowing. But as he approaches you, uh, and uh, he, he looks like kind of this old elf, and you notice something is weird about him. And it takes you a moment, but you realize that his eyelids blink from the bottom up, right? Not top down. That's fishy. Just, you know. And was, he demands to know your business here. I was laughing on, on mute. What has brought you to this island? Where, why are you here? Oh, Did they send I, for you? I have no idea. Eleanor <laughs> <laughs> officially has no idea. Like, <laughs> I'm looking for wizards. <laughs> so far. So far. <laughs> Valentor will know, but right now he's not. I mean, uh, okay, so, but like you, high level. You say that you're looking for wizards. Uh, yes, yeah, I'll say that. <sighs> like that's did, what I'll say. He says he points at the keep and says, "Did they send for you?" I don't know who they are. We're uh, yeah, honestly, uh, you know, stopping you, by. We're not from here. Are no. you Harpers? He Boy. demands to know. What's a Harper? Oh, that ain't it, right. Not that dumb. Not that dumb. <laughs> I'm, I might I might call for a deception versus my insight. I will do that. I will happily do that. I'm gonna roll these guys. Roll the twenty-three. Okay. Uh, Plus nine on my deception there. He says, uh, "It's Harper." The humans in there refuse to leave, and this place is no longer fit for humans, as you can see by the town. Well, I mean, not in the state that it's in. We do not wish to destroy these humans, but we will if they do not leave. Perhaps you can talk sense into them. Well, are I mean, these Harpers? Hmm? Are they Harpers are they in there? Harpers? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, a, go ahead, Mike. Do they have a restaurant? <laughs> yeah, we, Perhaps. I, that's, that's, well, in that case, uh, I'd, I'd be happy to go um, uh, Here, I, actually, talk with I, them. I, I actually have a map for this, uh, kind of. Oh, ooh, good. Uh, it's not a battle map exactly, sure. but it shows what this building looks like, and then a cutaway view of it. Uh, so. Sweet. Yeah, but you haven't been inside, so you don't know the cutaway. So you know, don't look at that part yet. Okay, so this is Care Corwell. Um, you may have to zoom out a little bit, or at least I have to zoom uh, out. But in the upper right-hand corner, you can see what this place looks like from the outside. Okay. It's yeah, kind so of we're outside a, you know, up there at the top right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we are strangers to this land, but uh, I mean, if these you know, this local Harper group thing that you refer to uh, are in there, uh, and they're causing you trouble. Um, uh, I forgot uh, to, to show you this short, stony guy with hooves. He looks like that. Yes. Um, I mean, we can go, you know, talk to them, but wh why would you trust us to do that in the first place, out of curiosity? I mean, we're, we're strangers here. Why don't you go in there and tell them to, uh, to stop? We are at an impasse. They will, we do not wish to harm them. They won't come out, and we dare not go in. So... If you dare not go in and they dare not come out, then um, I, it, it appears that things are already solved. Like, how about you just, uh, do you need to? The, the glowing elf, like, gets angry and he's like, no, they must leave. This place is no longer for, for humans. What is it that makes it no longer for them? Humans are weak. 
No offense. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the short stony guy's like, he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean you. I but, can do uh, five push-ups. I'm not weak. <laughs> the uh, the glowing angry elf um, said, nodding. Says, mm-hmm. says, humans are weak. We saw that when the mind flares came four months ago and destroyed you, the town. You saw the you saw mind flares here. Have they left completely then? Yes, they 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 came with Sahagan and pirates and raided and destroyed the town. So they've left. That's just what uh you know someone controlled by uh you know. <laughs> my player would say <laughs> what are you okay. saying did you, did you say that uh, I mean, you accusing I him it. of being I, controlled by a mind I, player to I said face? it yeah uh, that's apparently uh, he says enter the keep or leave the town those are your only choices you may not stay here with us any longer you're as weak as they are I mean, all right, I guess off to jail for us, you know, <laughs> Go join going the in. I, I, I mean, I, I'd like to at least, you know, consult my party here, but uh, it does seem interesting it, it, enough to me to go in to this place. The the other Harper wants to go into. So I think Try. we should ask these guys who their names are. Like, who are they first? Like, why do they get, are they residents of this island? Uh, the one with the upside down eyelids in, says, "My name is Kitsaku, okay. and this is Braderost." And uh, and and uh, the uh, little short stony guy says that I'm Finnemac Ironhair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you say that again? <laughs> I'm <Finnemac> Ironhair. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> For you. Uh, and he's balls. holding like this rope that appears to be maybe made of his own hair or maybe made of iron. It's a little unclear. That, that, is, that is definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess one of the other questions is like, what do you live here on this island? Yeah. Uh, yes. Kitsuku says this, this whole island is, is, all, is nearly free of humans and their taint. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, neat. Uh, it is let's... now part of the Fey Kingdom, and they're no longer welcome. Ah, okay, the Fey Kingdom, got it. All right, well, we'll uh, we'll go in and um, good day to you, sir, kind <laughs> sirs. I, you good I'd, day. Like, I'd like to ask. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> what did they do when the uh, What did they do when the Sahaugan and the Mind Flayers attacked? Yeah, where were you? All right, we weren't here. Why not? We were, we were in our own settlements, unmolested by them. They 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 did not come to attack us. They only so attacked they, the weak, the humans. Mm. Then it sounds like it's our duty to go and talk to them. If you could get them to leave, that would be great. Kitsuku says. When 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 they leave, Cinemax says yes. <laughs> when they leave. <laughs> okay, John. Why couldn't you play this guy? <laughs> sounds like a riot. <laughs> hey, I could switch right now. <laughs> okay. What's, uh, okay, John, you're now playing Finnemac Iron Hair. <laughs> <laughs> the level 11 gnome paladin. <laughs> he's not a gnome, he's a Korid. A Korid? I haven't heard of that before. But his yeah. soul is elvish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, so you make your way in past the like gate that's off its hinges. 
Yeah, how big of an army do they have? Is there what like how is it just the three of them or is there <laughs> and the treants? There's oh, like six treants, you know. Okay. But it's just that's okay. I mean it's enough. It's yeah, but it's not that huge of a keep. And there there's only like a dozen people inside you gather. Okay. Why do they want to stay? You haven't asked them that. <laughs> you knock on the on the door. Correct. Okay. For this we referred to the cutaway from second edition. Care Corwell, which is apparently, uh, you know, in some novels or something. Um, so you're you're like here, come on, front door, right? And uh, pretty soon, uh, like a voice from the other side says, uh, uh, "Who who who goes there?" Uh, yeah, uh, spout off the the Harper buzzword of the day. Oh, <laughs> of and the, of... off in the it, behind you is like they were Harpers. <laughs> <laughs> How did he know the secret? <laughs> but it's like a secret message <laughs> that everyone knows. Word gets around. Harpers are not as secret like, as they think they are. It is I, not a Harper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. I think I'll tune my harp. Um, uh, so you give a, a, a Harper passphrase? Is what oh, you? yeah. Oh yeah. The the door opens a crack and and a person looks at you and says, "Show me your pin." Dang it! I lost mine. <laughs> Ingvar shows you a pin, and so he he says, "Quick inside!" And he you know right. as soon as you're in, he like bars the gate again behind you and says, "How did you make it through? <laughs> did you sneak past them?" <laughs> we lied. <laughs> <laughs> All the other Harpers we've sent for have been detected. <laughs> I told them They're I don't know what Harpers are. Yeah. He introduces himself as Cullen Killarney. Yes. Harper of some renown, apparently. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows him, but us, you know, apparently. He shows you his harp. It's very resplendent. <laughs> nice. Do you have a harp? I do. I've got this. Show me. Uh, Oh man, where the heck? You have that like mini harp, right? Yeah, didn't, that, didn't that require attunement? It, uh, no, I don't think it requires attunement. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna double check, but um, if it does, it's not currently attuned to you. Apparently not. <laughs> he starts drifting down, trying to, to tune out Stairway to Heaven. And he has to stop every yeah. <laughs> Very specifically, it does not require attunement. Okay. Therefore, it is out of tune. It's ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I was kind of right. So, so what's the deal here? These guys don't want you in here, but you want to be in here. What? What? I'll bring you to Manfred. He'll explain everything. Oh, okay. So he <laughs> takes you upstairs uh, to uh, let's say what you was once called the king's study. Or no, he takes you into the room called council chamber. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, and there is, uh, you know, a few Harpers, uh, obviously Harpers, led by Manfred Monaghan, uh, who explains the situation as follows. He says um, that the town was destroyed in a some kind of pirate raid or something uh, a little while ago, and um, but it's it's always been an ancestral home for humans, even on an island that's heavily fey. And so the Harpers felt like um, this town and this area should be resettled by humans. So they sent Colin and Manfred um, as an advance force to just kind of like see what the situation was. But they, when they got here, they discovered that the Fae were very angry and wanted them to leave, um, but couldn't enter the grounds of the keep. So they took refuge here. Um, and eventually um, 
we um, some pirates, some other pirates came a little while later, and we captured one of them. Um, and uh, but basically, we're at a we're at an impasse with these Fey. They they say we have to leave, and that they'll they want this whole town uh, to go back to nature and become part of the Fey kingdom. Um, but we feel that it has an ancestral heritage as a human area, even on a Fey island, and that it should be reestablished. And uh, they're sort of looking, uh, I guess, to, well, I guess any of you would be a reasonable leader for them to look to, right? Ingvar showed him a harper pin. Grim looks noble. Yaron, you know, seems to know what he's doing. There's a triton, you know. Why can't the Fey enter? Is it hallowed or? Uh, something like that. It's some kind of ancient human thing that keeps Not them out. Not like yeah. specifically hallowed, but kind of that idea. Yeah. So, just so you guys know, both of the ancients is a sort of nature sort of thing. That's why I'm. That's why I have an elf heritage. But um, I instead of like going against uh, undead, I I have uh, powers against fiends and fey. Oh. So Let's start it off with this. <laughs> I can turn them. I'll turn all the fey. <laughs> um, I'd like to point out that the treants are actually plants. They are not susceptible to that. <gasps> Oh, mouse! You're but missing have, out. But I have fire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They they're like talkative plants. He he can make friends with. Them. Um, Did you say I have fireball? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that turns plants. Yeah. Into <laughs> loads of coal. <laughs> loads. You did yes. notice out there that uh, near the treants, they had like stacked up some boulders in case they oh, needed to oh. like destroy the keep. Just in case. We well, I've also hurt know, you, I've, but we I've got also, boulders. I've also assumed, you know, trance might have a lot of a little bit of patience, so maybe we, uh, you know, take a day or two. They are, but there's there's an angry elf leading them. Uh, yeah, let's prodding them along. Um, angry, glowing summer Aladrin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, so what's the? It, I feel like this is the wrong question to ask, but what's the best you come up with so far? Because I mean, apparently it hasn't worked. So I mean, it hasn't that's worked. Yeah, the, r- the wrong question to ask. We've we've tried sending out. Uh, we're afraid to to leave because we think they'll just destroy it once we're out. But they don't seem willing to destroy it while we're in here. We've tried sending for help. It hasn't. Nothing's really happened unless you're responding to one of our calls for help. Are you? Yeah, we didn't think that yeah. the magic was getting out for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we 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 literally are you know happening upon you uh, by, ha- by by accident slash you know the will of you you hear a voice from like there's a, along the side of the room there's like a a, a wooden grate um, like in the floor and you hear a voice from down there that's like hey hey, hey Galron is that you no <laughs> hey Galron come help me. Well, What's the secret password? <laughs> Wait, who are you? I mean, do I, do I, uh, I'll go over there. It's Captain Callus. He's down in the pit. Oh, he's like, hey, oh. hey, we're friends, right? Remember? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, you, <laughs> remember, you, remember me, Callus? You, you stay right I, there. I tried, I tried to fight you, but then you made me your friend, and then I got angry about that later. But I still kind of like you. <laughs> Hey, Hold help on. a brother out, man. He's like there in some iron like <laughs> bands that are keeping him bound. In the, and he's like, you know, knee deep in mire. I love this. <laughs> I Show him his gun. I don't know what to do with this, but I love it. <laughs> Get me out of here, man. Uh, I got no reason to keep me. 
they, they're just they're just doing it. I don't know why. All right, well, you know, well, last and time. Colin's like, uh, we we just kept him because he, he tells comedic jokes. value. <laughs> yeah, we like him. All right, well, I mean, I, I think that's a great and, idea. And we, we tried not having the iron bands on him, but then he tried misty stepping, and then uh, the the yeah. Fae threw him back in here. And anyway, so that's, yeah, that's he's, really he's, good to know that. The, that's really good to know that at least these iron bands that maybe we should keep with him in should come with maybe us <laughs> uh, and him, you know. But uh, we don't have to do that immediately. But, he's like, hey. To let him make him let me go, Galron. We're friends, remember? Yeah, yeah. We'll put a pin in that. One eyed, one eyed Bill says lots of great has great stories about you. Oh, does he? Does he? Yeah. Tell tell me one of them now. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just assuming that he's adjusting most of them for you know his uh, own boastfulness. Yeah. That's oh, good old one eyed Bill. <laughs> hey, hey, is that the fishing rod that used to be in the? In one of Bill's place? The hook of Fisher's Delight? You bet you, you better believe it is. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Callus is there. That's that's awesome. In the, in the basement. He's their he's their captain. Okay. Um all right. Well, so uh I mean everyone here, what do we want to do? Um like I I I feel like honestly, it's one of those situations where once again, right, there is not really the right or wrong answer. There's two opposing forces. There, you know, here we are. Like, you know, I mean, it's not. Your GM as, has prepped situations, not plots. Yep. Right, right. Like, it's not. It, it doesn't feel nearly as hostile as the, you know, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Furbolg human relationship there. But I mean, maybe it could get there, but it isn't at present. Um, he uh, doesn't so, feel strongly one way or the other, but he is technically a member of the Harpers and and a they, human and a right. human. And and those fake guys, those fake guys seem like some druid crap. So he's more inclined to help the humans. Wait, wait till you see uh, Ballandor uh, do his little entanglement trip trick. So, I mean, uh, there's. I, I feel like there's the the straightforward. Hey, let's go fight them, right? And that's whatever that do. is. Mm -hmm. um, but like, what is the like? I, I'm I'm trying to think of like literally any other scenario besides like going. I mean. To, to deal with this as opposed to just mm -hmm. saying like walking out the door and be like, all right, peace out. Bye. Because that feels also sort of option, you know, like, like an option. Um, could, could we broker peace talks and get them to sign an armistice or. You would have to, yeah, you would have to come up with something that both sides would agree to. Yeah. What is the, I mean, that's what I'm trying to think of. What is the possible concession that the humans could give if the right. only thing they want is them off? Right. <laughs> right. Like, like, I mean, honestly, I, I'm I'm approaching it, and maybe I'm thinking of it wrong, but I'm approaching it as like the Fae. I mean, it's kind of inevitable, right? I mean, if they're the only humans there and they can't signal anybody, either they come with us or they die. Like, yeah, un unless I'm, you can come up with something the, that that would allow the Fae to agree that the humans could rebuild, but you don't know what that would be at this point. Well, then, can can we briefly go and talk to them? And and I mean. Is there anything that the humans, I guess, is there anything that they could offer? Like, what have they, what have they tried to offer? Is there anything that they've done up to this point? I, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Manfred Monaghan says, "Well, we we got talking to Kitsuku, and, and it seemed to be going okay, and we were making some progress. But then um, Braderos came back, and he's he's just super angry, and he uh, he talked Kitsuku back out of it. But I feel like." I feel like Kitsuku is is more willing to uh, barter some kind of um, 
agreement. I, I think you think he doesn't hate humans. I think they just got scared when uh, the mind flares and the Sahagan came that, uh, you know, if, if humans stay, stayed on the island, that that would be a, you know, a, a threat to the to the Fey kingdom. I think that's really what they're concerned about. Is there anything you can tell us a little bit more about that attack? Like we what... uh, we came afterwards. Uh, you know, Manfred says we heard about it um, over on uh, one of the other islands, um, and got sent uh, to investigate afterwards. But our understanding is that they, uh, you know, that it was awful that they were eating people's brains in the streets and enslaving them and that some survived but whoever did survive was was taken by uh by the black armada's slave ships we don't know what became of them after that and the sahaugan just you know tore people limb from limb and there were mind flayers eating people and you know bad business somehow the keep survived but when we arrived here there was nobody alive in it have you ever talked with these um you know elves and, and whatnot outside of uh here like, or like have you ever gone to talk with them in the first place to parlay with them Ever. or yeah like have I you said, always yelled from the walls? a few times no we uh well they can't come in for whatever reason um so i've gone out and and talked to kitsuku uh manfred says but but you know uh that the the cored just wants to laugh at me and uh i want to i make some progress with with kitsuku but then uh Bratteros comes back in and he's he's he i don't think likes humans very much he seems well, dead set on us on us leaving, and I think it's only Kitsuku who has held back, you know, the treants from leveling the place with boulders at at Bratteros's command. Well, uh, then, how about this? You know, uh, let's let's uh, let's go out there tomorrow, and you know, we'll just you know rest tonight, whatever, and and go out there, and you know, uh, dot dot dot. Only plan here is to just like talk, right? You yeah. know, like like the, like with them all together. You know, obviously outside of here because they can't enter or they won't enter. Um, and uh, um, I mean that's that's my whole plan, really. And Callus is like, yells up, "Hey, hey! If if you guys help me get my ship back uh, and and free me, I'll I'll owe you big time." I love it. We'll uh, bring you too, but we'll gag you because you know, just <laughs> FYI. Oh come on! Don't be like that. <laughs> we might start tonight with the gagging, but no. <laughs> so. It, it seemed like when we were talking to him earlier that their big beef with humans is how weak they are. So maybe if we can prove that the humans in the settlement are strong enough to arm wrestle the island. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we could like do like a champion versus champion or trial by combat. Or, I don't know some oh, show well, of like, strength. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah, like a. It doesn't like have to three be three round just, thing. Just or... prove to them that yeah, just prove to them that that the the people here are strong enough to hold it down, protect it against whatever forces they like. The like they are saying, the mind flayers and whatnot. I like that as an attempt. Uh, yeah, we could. Uh, I don't want to fight him. Manfred says, you, "You volunteering? <laughs> you'd go around. You'd go toe to toe with Kitsuku." Yes. Maybe we should, should have our new friend here. Uh, Colin says, uh, "I feel like." The problem is that they're scared of invasion by the they're they're scared of the mind flayers coming back and and coming against the Fey. They haven't done that yet, uh, but they're I think that's they're 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 being driven by fear of that, right? Right. So so, so maybe can... if if they felt like somebody was making progress against that problem, maybe right. they'd be more amenable. Right. So so I think what we need to do. What time of the day is it right now? Uh, it feels like evening. Okay. So I, I think because Galron was talking about having a good night's sleep and starting in the morning, so I'm assuming evening. Okay, 
So I think first thing in the morning, we need to go down there and and without the townsfolk, we're going to go talk to them and explain to them our mission and see if that, you know, that and that that we're trying to weaken or at a minimum investigate, but certainly hope to weaken some of the impact of of these forces, especially the Black Armada. And that, you know, we're going to take the prisoner with us and, you know, and, and all of those things that we're searching out the Black Armada. We're looking to essentially cut off its head which is going to at least address the Sahaugan problem and the mind flares are adjacent. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and we can even, you know, point out like, Hey, like three of us are, are humans and we're going to drag this, uh, you know, pirate here with us along as well. But like, you know, we humans are going to tackle this. I'm a tiefling. For you. He volunteers. Yep. <laughs> Captain Callis points out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I feel like that could be part of the conversation, like in the morning. Okay, so let's just skip to morning, right? <laughs> yeah, there we are. Um, um, so who goes out? Uh, I'll I'll go um, at minimum to say. I like, think the three humans should. What's up? I think the three humans of the party definitely should. Okay, you're leaving well, your yeah. new Triton behind. <laughs> yeah, Valandor uh, is like pretty uninterested in this whole intrigue here. He's not interested. even though he's potentially uh, like good against Faye. Um. Yeah, I mean, he'll do whatever is asked, but he's not. I mean, I mean, to, to be honest, none of us are like super interested in this, in, like the sense in the sense of it. It, it's, it it's is like a side quest, right? It's like, but but think of it in terms of, uh, like the threat from the seas is the it's mind flares and the black armada, and that is your mission, right? Longer, right. right. And Callus gets us there too, or at least can possibly help get us to. Yeah. The Black Armada. Yeah, I, I say Galron goes out there with Grimm and Ingvar flanking him, and then if Balandor and Captain Callus and Manfred want to like kind of be behind, well, watching support, from the yeah, yeah. that's fine. Let's let's do it. Okay, Galron, uh, you approach, uh, yes. and he and Kitsuku, uh, the, the the flaming Aladrin, uh, the summer Aladrin says, uh, "Have you convinced them to leave? Are they going?" Uh, we, uh, we, we want you to, uh, we, yeah. we want you Finimac. all. <laughs> Lightning <Leave bolt>. <laughs> No, sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> treants, they leave. <laughs> you all need to talk to each other. And since we're here and since we came to, uh, to parlay with, uh, you know, to them, uh, we, we've learned a few things just in, in the last day, and we, we've we've uh, decided that they are going to come out of the the, the castle, the, out of the keep, um, to come and talk with you. Um, <laughs> For a second, Manfred was like, "Well, to talk exactly, exactly," because there's a few things that uh, yeah that we all, you all need to understand, and so that we can get past. So there they are; they're coming on up. That, okay, that's Manfred the, comes yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. But he's still expecting you to do all the talking. Sure. Yeah. I know what to say. What do you say? Words, things. Mm -hmm. Like, so you. It sounded like Grim had some things to say. Grim, you say anything? Yeah. Yeah. The, I, the contest I of strength him, of sorts. Well, I think the first offer is that, you know, say, you know, we've talked to, we've talked to the humans. We've talked to you. It seems as if, uh, as if your real concern here is not so much the humans, but that they may draw the black armada. Is that correct? Or they'll um, draw the the mind flares, or, 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 or fail to protect. Yeah, Kitsuku doesn't doesn't say yes, but his body language basically right. says yes. Okay. Uh, 
we happened upon this island, as we said. We're not sent here by anybody. We're not here on uh, on a mission of anything of any importance to anybody on this island. Uh, but we we are here because we've been chasing after the Black Armada. We are in the Nalanthar Isles to uh, essentially cut it off at the head. And um, we're here partially on... Kitsuku asks uh, if you can prove that. Yeah. Uh, and so I show him the Lord's Alliance um, signal and say, uh, the Black Armada has been attacking ships and settlements up and down the Sword Coast. And I'm here, we're here on a mission from the Lord's Alliance uh, to stop that threat. And we've just happened across this situation. And uh, the prisoner that is held in the keep uh, is key to this. So we do have a request of you. And that is you allow this settlement to, uh, to stand. And that you will allow us to take the prisoner and to go dispatch with the Black Armada. And, uh, and, and that once that's happened... Um, you know, that should help keep this settlement safe and keep the Black Armada from you. Um, Bradaros demands that, uh, that uh, he says, what, what, do we, what do we get, what assurances do we have that, that the humans will not pollute the, the woodlands as they have in the past? Uh, what do you mean, pollute the woodlands? Well, humans, they breed, right? There's never just a few humans. Over, over time, all they want to do is grow their city, and uh, with that comes cutting down forests without thought. Uh, you know, all they think about is, is growth, and the, and the lifetime of humans is short. They have no perspective. Well, uh, we, we, could, we could set up an exchange program uh, where, <laughs> where you come teach them on a, how, uh, mm-hmm. how, to, how to treat the woodlands correctly. Uh, for... <laughs> you know, uh, another option is that we could, here and now, decide that there's a certain area that is essentially staked out for the human. And this is the area in which they can live. This is where they are. And that you'll abide by that area since you have such long memories that you'll abide by that area when we return with news of the the destruction of the Black Armada. And the humans will abide by it generation after generation? We, uh, we, we you can a, offer we, that assurance? Right. Like, we don't live here. We don't... Uh, <laughs> we, we can't make that promise. We turn to, you know... Manny will sign it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's Manny's skin, right? I mean, it's not ours. Um, make a... Make a... Make a... Persuasion roll. All right. Let's see how you do. He's, he's countering with his intimidation roll. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Tie, dead tie. Is it? Hang on, that was any other thing. Um, hmm. So he he says we will hold off for now, destroying the keep. And when you come back with news or proof that the Black Armada has been dispersed and the Mind Flayers destroyed, then we will sign your terms, but not before. Noted. I mean... In the me- in the meantime, will you allow? The humans to at least come and go from this place not expand but you know be able to get supplies in and out of the keep so they can continue to survive within reason within reason kitsuku says and, and blinks from the bottom <laughs> what is that about <laughs> do you ask, do you ask him <laughs> <laughs> sure um, you know uh, oh great so i i've uh, excuse me kitsuku i've uh, I've recently uh, taken this form, and I'm interested in different um, 
forms. I've never seen this this characteristic before, where where your eyes blink from underneath. Ah, it is because I spend so much time in the Feywild and not in this world. Strange things happen there. Oh. Finnamac goes. <laughs> Strange things. Strange things are happening in the Feywild. He offers you. Finnamac offers you a length of his iron rope hair. Take huh. it. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. We'll bind uh, Captain Callus's ar uh, arms, wrists with them, he with it. Well, Please. that won't keep him from Missy stepping, but the iron bands of Bellaro that are on him would. Uh, yeah, I think. So we keep I didn't actually them. verify that, but it seems like they should. They seem to be working. Yeah, are I mean, like, these are they do. iron bands like shackles or iron bands just like bands around each wrist? No, it's like a it's like a magical item, like handcuffs. Yeah, hang on. Right, but like, are they like you know what I'm saying? Like, is it shackled like, with a chain, or is it just racers of so, cuffing? Yeah, basically, right. Um, hang on. What what what's, what are they called though? The Iron Bands of Bellaro. Hang on, let me throw it into the into roll twenty. So do they the iron bands so of they they can collapse into like a rusty iron sphere, three inches in diameter. But you use an action to speak the word and throw it at a huge or smaller creature, and then it tang opens into a tangle of metal bands and restrains the creature uh and according to rules as written it does nothing against something like missy step but these are extra special ones that keep you that from do. teleporting to got it yeah okay awesome and the harper's like uh we we wanted those back but, uh... well uh <laughs> but thank you for brokering the piece you may keep the iron bands <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh I, I think that's more or less all we had going on here Okay. Uh, and picked up Captain Callus. Have a tenuous yep. situation here. Uh, you know, a pin to go back to. Uh, yeah, you uh, might throw that in as a as a new quest on your Trello if you're tracking things that way. Okay. Okay. So you sail away with Captain Callus in tow. Oh yeah. Hopefully not actually in tow. Well, maybe on board. Some <laughs> iron bands towed. <laughs> You know, like if if the ship goes fast enough, it could be like water skiing, it could be like that. water like water tubing behind. He's and like, if it, if it doesn't go fast enough, it could be like drowning. <laughs> so once you're on board and sailing away, uh, t Captain Callus explains that that he was captured and th but that the Devil's Fin, his ship, uh, made it away without him, or perhaps fled without him, and he would very much like it back. That's uh, that's that's fascinating. Any ideas where it's uh, heading off to, or why it might be heading to the place that you think it might be going off to? Probably in Skaug. It's my first guess. Skaug, huh? Turns out we're headed right to Skaug. Are you good? We are. Uh, ah! <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> um, do you? What do you? Do you ask him anything about um, seeking Tentrix or any of that? Yeah. And yeah. So using what words? Seeking Tentrix. Uh -huh. <laughs> you seek Tentrix. Right. Um, yeah, what's the deal with seeking Tentrix? <laughs> what even is Tentrix? I mean, was nine tricks not good enough? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, where. What was your last dealings with the the Sea King? Uh, he, you can see that there's actually terror in his face when you raise Sea King Tentrix. Yeah, um, and he says uh, he 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 took my uh, he, well he 
he controls the Black Armada with an iron fist, and he takes 50% of all our horde. Huh. Um, and I would very much like my money back. But I'm too afraid to face him myself. Hmm. How could we... Uh, I, I, how could but we you guys are going to... You're, you're going to try to kill him, right? I don't know. Is that uh, exactly our plan? Because it feels like our plan, but maybe we uh, don't tell him exactly that that's our plan. He's like, uh, it's not that hard to figure out that that's your plan. I mean, <laughs> we just told the like, Gerald, like <laughs> what? So, Mister Mister Callus, you and I used to not be friends. Captain Callus, do you have a ship? I didn't go to Pirate Sway. <laughs> I will. What are you, captain of the cell? What are you? <laughs> Rude. So, uh, as I was saying, sir, um, uh, we, we used to not be friends. Maybe we want to go be friends with, uh, you know, the Sea King. Uh, what, like, what, is he so, so, you know, much worse than you are? I mean, he, he wants your money, but you want money. So, aren't you both? But the it's same? my money. <laughs> But yeah. I got it, you know, fair and square by rating. You misunderstand me. I want it more than he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, we we get it, right? He's a bad guy. We're probably are, you know, planning on you know murdering him to death. Um, <laughs> so how about this? One of those full deals. <laughs> you know. How about this? If I get you in with Tentrix. You give me 50% of the horde and my oh. own ship to carry it on. Wait, you want the same deal with Sea King Tendrix as you want with us? No, no, no. The, no. the one that you were unhappy you, you with? You kill him. Yeah, you kill him and, and you give me 50% of the treasure. How about why, we why kill him and in return we don't kill you and we give you your ship. Yes. And oh, treasure. Give you like 5% of the treasure? No, I need more booty than that. You look to be 20% of the group here that's talking. 40%. 20 25. 25. Thir 30. 20. <laughs> he said 25. I know. <laughs> it's a deal. 27.5% um, uh, of the treasure, not to exceed... Uh, Thirty thousand gold. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you, you can have all the copper and silver we find. Um, he does say something along the lines of like, uh, after Scummer and his ogres fled, Tentrix looked for looked for months for him, but he never found him. Scummer and his ogres. Scummer, 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 Scummer. He was um. Oh, I am he, Scummer. Uh, he was the um like frog uh pirate guy, right? Uh -huh. I think literally two sessions ago, huh? I'm, uh, hey, I'm just doing my best here. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But so he left, and then so Summer and his ogres got away clean. I don't know how Tentrix never found them. Well, we put an end to him for what it's worth. You what now? <laughs> Say again? No, we didn't. Did we? We didn't. We didn't. Is that are those the? Is that who we fought in uh, Umbrella's blindfold? He had. Yeah, he had the oh, iron okay. crown I've... on. Hey, I remembered it. Oh. Okay, I thought Scummer was the guy at the oh the ogres, not I'm, I'm thinking not, the, not the giants, not the giants. Oh, the, oh, the ogres. <laughs> oh, 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 ogres. oh, okay. Well, okay. Hey, ogres, ogres, giants, ogres. Kind of um, so he's the guy that had the crown. 
What crown? Callus doesn't know anything about that. I, that's okay. But yes. I don't know about so player know player, Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. He was the the gray slaughter, something like oh, that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I wasn't. Dalinder wasn't there. Yeah. So. He 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 fled. Uh, he took a he he stole from King Tentrix and fled. But uh, and Tentrix and his Kraken priests searched for for months, trying to kill him. I wish I knew where he, how he got away. Right. Well, um, the least he he's and the dodge. How, how about you get twenty percent, and we tell you how he got away? You would make me manager of the Umberley's blindfold gates. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell him the truth. My own Mykonid servants. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Mykonid serve you or not? That's that's up to you. Range. That's labor. Anyway, so that that he's he's willing to make a deal. Okay. But first, he he needs the devil's fin back. Okay. Well, that's we'll pro- maybe that's part of his twenty percent. No, he no, said twenty percent and a ship. Oh, twenty five percent and a ship. We, we heard right. him. <laughs> so let me ask. Let me ask him this: He for that ship and the twenty five percent is he going to aid us in? Like I know he said he'll get us two tendrics, but is he going to aid us in attacking tendrics? Uh, he does not seem super keen on participating in the battle. I don't know that I, even if even if he was, I don't know that we would really accept his. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would want him in the battle, helping us, yeah. ready okay. to stab us in the back. So, all right, so he's going to get us to Tentrix, and that's it. And then we'll get. How will we get him twenty percent of or twenty five percent of the horde? Because he'll be the ship you sail in on. Because he knows Tentrix knows the Devil's Fin, and he won't attack it. Mm. Okay. okay, your ship he would attack. Okay, I was thinking like he was going to get us to the doors or through the doors in some place. Yeah, I, I like the idea of getting his ship and then sh- yeah, right. doing what you just said. Yeah, like sailing, sailing in on it. Right on. I'll sneak All right, so let's go to Scout then. Off I'll to like Scout. It. It's time to roll for another uh, possible encounter or hazard. D6, you say? I do say that. And on a one, something will happen? And on a one, something oh. will happen. Oh, there you go. Roll. Um, bow, bow, bow. Roll a D four. Two. Okay, so you're facing a hazard and an encounter, which is fun. Um, so hang on. Uh, John, roll me a D twenty, and Mike Lightfoot also roll me a D twenty. Four. You are facing a fire aboard the ship, and Mouse is not blamable for having started it at this time. <laughs> I mean, he could <laughs> If he only had, actually had a flame tongue sword, it would be super easy to cast flame. Um, I'm new to fire. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait till we get in the water. I have like... I have like... <laughs> yeah, we're going to get there real quick if we burn our ship. <laughs> okay, so... Like shape water spells. Well, yeah, several of you have water magic, so let, it's going to be fairly easy, but... <laughs> um, so I need roles from the captain, the first mate, the bosun, the surgeon, and the crew. Oh, I don't so, have a what kind of role? Uh, sounds like all of us. It's basically everybody. Well, that's the point. Plus, plus one from the, the crew. I'll be the crew. Um, captain, I need an intelligence water vehicles check, whichever of you is acting actually as captain. First mate, I need a charisma intimidation check as you try to get the crew to properly fight the fire. Uh, Ingvar should roll the or Gowron should roll the captain, and I'll roll the. You'll roll the first said, mate. It was a charisma check, you said. Yeah, 
There's my water vehicles check. So nine. a nine. Uh, okay, so that's not a pass. Um, not the way I see it. No. Um, 21 on charisma, that is a pass. So good job. Yeah. I need to keep track of my pass and fail. Um, and uh, Boson, that's also Galron. Galron. Yeah. The carpenter's tools. Carpenter's tools. Got them right here. Here we go. 12. Okay. That's barely a pass. Tiny bit better. Um, who's the surgeon with the intelligence medicine check? That goblin, wasn't it? He's not really aboard. Oh. I mean, I've rolled twice, so. He has not actually else. shown up on screen in the roll. 20 sessions. So. Is it intelligence or wisdom for medicine? It's intelligence it's... medicine in this case. Huh. Okay. I mean, you could go with your gut, but really, we need someone who's you know <laughs> learned how to deal with. Okay, that's going to be a straight d twenty then. Maybe he's but it's a pass. But it's better than. Both. And then John, if you'll roll, roll for the crew at a plus three. Okay. But it's looking like the fire is going to be contained. What the? Hold on. Why is it not? To just ah. Valendor. I'm just going to. I'm just going to roll d twenty we'll at a three. Yep. That's all I need. Mm -hmm. There we go. Twenty one. Okay, so uh, yes, the fire is extinguished um, with a, only a little bit of fire damage um, taken on the hole. Yeah, I'm trying to like w figure out this water vehicles check, right? Like, I see a cloud in the distance where it's raining, and I'm trying to get to it, but it keeps going away. And I'm like, no, that's the one thing that I can control. <laughs> uh, <laughs> while that's happening, roll a d100 to see what you encounter. Someone should do that. I got it. Woot woot. 58. 58. Uh, you, in, you encounter several giant crabs climbing up the hole. Um, Barnacle Bess uh, possibly is going to try to convince them not to fight you. I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's giant crabs climbing up the hole. What do you do? Actually, they're on They're on the ship now. They've managed to get on the ship. Barnacle Bess is below, below decks. What do you do? Do you fight him, or do you try to get Barnacle Bess involved? Or something else? Uh, yeah, I, I say we get Barnacle Bess try to catch. I think, we, I think we should try to catch them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. a bunch of giant crabs that, uh, you know, just hopped on board. Like, we ha uh, have a spot And then for eat them. them in front of uh, Barnacle Bess? That would be popular. <laughs> you know, maybe she would love that. Maybe she could stay below decks and not know. She's eating people in front of us. <laughs> Well, those people were already dead. Yeah. Well, as far as she knows, mm. these crabs. Uh, so um, you're you're trying to capture these crabs? Sure. I mean, I I, I, I think I'm, we I'm holler not... for Bess. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, Bess I'm not make a. Go ahead, Galra. I was just say I'm I'm not convinced that uh, you know <laughs> full on battle makes the most sense, but uh, you know it, no. it's kind of fun. Right. So, so, uh, so Bess tries to reason with them. She's awakened; they're not. Um, roll some charisma-based skill for her, either you know, deception, persuasion, or intimidation, whatever applies most. Ingvar, uh, okay. what are so you doing? What is she doing, and how does it go? I think she's trying to persuade them. Um, it's the same role, regardless. But this will be. Why isn't it rolling? I don't know. It's D twenty. Roll twenty. Sorry. Okay, it's a plus four, but she's gonna be telling them, "Hey guys, I totally get it, but th not these guys. Like another <laughs> ship. These guys are cool." Who's whose dainty sneezes were those? Was that you, Lightfoot? Yeah, yeah, I was just backed way away from the mic. <laughs> uh, so that's a you rolled a sixteen and you're adding a four, right? 
Yeah, so modified 20. So, yeah, they're, uh, they, she knows she's speaking their language, uh, you know, and yeah. convincing them that uh, these this is not the right ship to attack. Yeah, uh, she's, that, she's got like half a corpse tucked away, and she reluctantly she, like hands it over to, to bribe them. them. Yeah. Daron's like, hey, I was saving that. <laughs> because you know, because, because, he, because he always saves corpses and and like and, and, and make sure that they don't decompose. Yeah, that's right. Like <laughs> Bess, that one was that she's, was gentle she's, repose. She's got like Margo three Margo. dogs left over from the last island that she captured out on her own while you guys were you know, busy messing around. Everyone's <laughs> like, that's hey, what happened to the dogs. <laughs> Marco Bass, like, she's like, oh, I didn't realize you like, do you want some? <laughs> Offers Garrod some AT. So, yeah, Barnacle Bass uh, now has three crab followers. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's 2d8. Roll 2d8. How many crabs did she convince? <laughs> All right, here we go. 2d8. There were nine of them. Um, roll 9d20. <laughs> on a 20 uh that crab stays with barnacle best for at least the rest of this adventure oh, there's one, a of there. one of them does one of them does so Bar it is a man crab barnacle best has found herself a mate he's not very smart but that's the way of things uh, virgil does not like that <laughs> Vir virgil feels a little displaced that's right that's hilarious. I love it. Barnacle Bess introduces her crab friend, uh, but he doesn't. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just imagining like we're fighting the fire, and then like she has an adventure, like and that's like that's right, she falls in love. <laughs> yeah, there's a fire. There's crabs. You're like, we gotta fight the fire. Barnacle, can you take care of these these crabs for us? And then like pretty soon they've all gone except one who is like a beautiful specimen of crab, and it's like no. I kept this one. <laughs> She's like, guys, this is Dave. <laughs> We're in love. That's right. He you know, doesn't regular, talk much, but that's how I prefer it. Regular crabs have a two-week gestation period. I'm going to teach him of Velker. A two-week? Oh, man. Yeah, two-week gestation period. So I guess every uh, every few ten days, <laughs> we got to roll for, like, how many more crabs do we have? <laughs> crabs hatching everywhere. And, uh, I, like, I don't know what the rules are on, like, whether they would be awakened or not. I guess awakened. probably not. But, you know, I would guess I would allow a chance for it. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Yeah, well, we've got that going on. <laughs> <laughs> also, while you're sailing to Skaug, uh, Ingvar gets a, a oh, sorry, Galron gets a sending message um, from Margaret the Many saying, oh, hey, yeah. your ship's ready. When are you going to pick it up? Uh, oh. Your airship, remember? Right, 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 right. right. Um, in, in, in a couple ten days. Uh, okay. Back, back as soon as we uh, we'll get it when we get it. That's right. <laughs> so, that's... Okay. Um, so with all of that, then you sail into the pirate port of Skaug. Um, and it is just like everything you've ever seen in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Uh, you know, there's, right back. there's pirates everywhere. And, and um, uh, oh, no, we've driven Mike away. Oh, no. Um, uh, Mike, you're not muted. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just uh, mute him right now. Okay. 
just going to mute him just in case there's a problem there. Um, so, Ingvar, uh, you you might remember something about Skaug. Roll me a d20. You do not remember anything about Skaug. Oh, man. Wow. I mean, I'm from the this, this I have right. a sailor you, background. You can, you can roll. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> With a five. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, and Ingvar's like, Skaug. Do I remember something about Skaug? And he like pans up to his brain and it's just waves crashing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place where we are now. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It's Skaug. That's that place that Galron said we were going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's true. It's true. Oh boy. Um, uh, hang on. So let me move the player map back onto the world map. All right. So we're moving the GP from here down. Whoa. I'm moving the lines instead. Hang on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're here. I had my Bluetooth headphones on, and because my mic's over here, I wasn't worried about it. But that was great. Uh, well, anyway, we, we muted you just in case. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> like, no! <laughs> um, Naked gun. Gr Grim, roll a d20 to see if you remember anything about Skaug. <laughs> Try to beat a five. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Uh, maybe Valkyr tells Ballandor something about it. I feel like he might. How about Captain Callus has been there a few times? He says... I mean, he has told us he has. Yeah. Uh, he says, um, while we're here, maybe we should go see Delgar of the Emerald Blade. He might be able to help us. That's I mean, I, I, <laughs> okay. I, I see no reason not to do exactly precisely that. But first, you you sail in, and it's, it's a pirate, uh, you know, port, and... Um, People eye your ship suspiciously, but uh, uh, do you make any uh, kind of disguise, or do you yeah. come off like two paladins and a cleric of Valker and uh, their sorcerer friend and their crab friend and her friend? Grim's dressed up like who are actually Robin down below decks breeding in the bilge, you know, something. Yeah, yeah seen it in in Hook where Robin Hood's Peter Pan is trying to pretend to be a pirate, and Tinkerbell's like whisper bring instructions in his ears that's that's grim just a really poor caricature of a, of a pirate right he he puts on his dirtiest of cloaks his and, uh, cloak. no 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 this is a special dirty cloak that's not actually dirty it just oh. looks like it's dirty so that he can <laughs> so that he can hide his one of the common people before. it was it was the idea i had when when we went when we've dug you know been underground places mm. so yes yeah. so he has like you his know, dirty hiding cloak Team of artisans spent two months painting it to look just perfectly dirty. Right, perfectly dirty. Exactly. Um, Ingvar looks like a pirate because he's got all kinds of like shark bite scars and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ballandor, how are you disguising yourself, if at all, or are you just waiting in like a triton in plate armor representing the god Valker? I think I am. I think I think that's what he's doing. He's just uh, he's just himself. Well, then Grim's not gonna cover up. <laughs> <laughs> No, maybe we, we, scared. I don't we all maybe you leave her on the boat for now. <laughs> we all convince Grim to. <laughs> to come. 
to hide. Man, do you remember how Mouse could disguise himself as anyone? I mean, he never <laughs> did, but it, at least he could. He, he always claimed he could. <laughs> right, at a minimum, be invisible. <laughs> <laughs> For all of six seconds. What's a day? Um, well, what's a day? Yeah. How am I? What do you? What do you want me to disguise? How do I? How am I disguised? How I can I disguise know, myself? Dirty cloak. That's all the right. way to go. Yeah, You're going to cover up all this? Anyway, uh, sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you would cover up these? <laughs> I'm not used to this stupid body, but you got to admit it's weird. Than <laughs> but it's hot, and even I can tell. Wait till we get in the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we not having a water scene? <laughs> that that catchphrase is definitely going to keep happening. I'm going to avoid going in the water for the rest of the camp. <laughs> we now travel uh, to the deserts of <laughs> airship. We're just on the airship. <laughs> <All> the <time. laughs> We're going down, guys. We're going. Down. <laughs> he just looks lustily at the water all the time. Like, oh, if I could get in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yep, that happens. Uh, so, somebody make me some perception checks. I'm ready. <laughs> Whoa, ping bar. 25. Coming out hot. <laughs> Grim, I'd like one from you as well. Why? <laughs> I would. <laughs> you feel included. Several, several of you notice that among the cargo uh, there near... So uh, you're like at the end of a pier and there's a, you know, there's like a fishmonger. Um, and there's this, uh, there's this like, you know, small store and out in front of it, like on stacked on pallets, uh, are these, um, painted tiles that look just like the tiles you've seen in the Sahaugan layers. And they're just stacked. Right. And there's like a, a hand painted sign over top of them that says half off porcelain tiles. Hmm. Are, are they don't blue? look like they, uh, they're, they are a variety of colors. Are there any purples? Um, there are some purples mm. and some blues, and it says "Inquire Within." I think we should inquire as okay. to where those came from. So you go in there, and uh, there, you know it's just a shopkeeper, and he's like, "Yes, we got everything. What do you need?" Uh, we're really interested in those tiles out there. I can make you a deal. Well, they look really unique. Where? What kind of tiles are they? They're uh, they were special order. Uh, we had them made for these uh, for this client that never came and claimed them. <clears throat> they, they seem familiar. Uh, Do they? Know, like, yeah. Do you know what the client, like, who the client was? You're not a friend of Auntie Gristle, are you? No, no I don't. I don't recognize the name. No, uh, you don't look like one of her friends. Oh, really? They, they got like? more scales than you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Snake people, right? Nah, fishes. More oh, like. okay. All right, all right. Yeah, I've shark riders. Oh, yeah, okay, Auntie Gristle yeah. and her people—they live below the waves, and they ordered these because they're building a hive, but then they never showed up. And it's been months, and I, I can't hold on to them anymore. I, I gotta get rid of them. So make me an offer. I'll, I'll sell you these tiles. How many loads of tiles are they? Two uh, D eight. Right. It counts as pottery in terms of arbitrage. Yeah. Just so we're clear. Nine loads of uh, Sahaugan tile pottery available. 
right. <laughs> uh, normally it would be at uh, 120% of pottery, but he's willing to make you a deal. Uh, we'll take, we'll knock 30% off that. So, you know, 90% of normal pottery. All right. And that's, that's pretty good for Scow. You know, nothing sells cheap in this town. All right. We'll buy nine loads then. Just, uh, I'll get my men to work loading them. Why would All right. Mean? Thank you. Just for the economics uh, report. Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, he says, that, and and if any gristle comes after me, I'll send her after you. It'll be it'll be fine. Please do. You know what they say: save the guts for gristle. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, Cal- um, and Captain Callus is with you. He's he's not fully bound anymore, right? He's like, you, you can't leave me bound. It'll, it'll be yeah, yeah, we we don't. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. Everyone says that. Save the guts for gristle. You means it means like you know when you got in a fish, you throw the the guts overboard for anti gristle. Everybody knows this. Yeah, it, it has. Are there any rumors about what happened to her? Well, uh, I don't know. I've been here forever, but the shopkeeper says, uh, yeah, you know, lately, uh, her and her shark riders, they just haven't been showing up. It's probably something bad happened to them. Adventurers, maybe. You know those guys. Yeah. Okay. Always going after Sahaugan for no good reason. Good customers right. pay on time usually. Uh, that's why we were. That's why we were willing to special order. It's not like we would just wanted to get nine loads of uh, porcelain tiles that nobody's ever going to want. You know, right. special order these from Am. Yeah. Then she never never comes. Never pays. It's not like her. Right. Just as a sidebar, we killed her. Correct? No. That's a, okay. That's not. This is that's not... different. You're pretty far away from where you were when you were killing Sahaugan. You were killing Sahaugan up in Gunbarg. This is down in the, in the Lanthers. This is apparently some sort of local tribe of okay. Sahaugan beneath the waves of the Lanthers, led by some kind of hag named Auntie Gristle. Okay. But they haven't been as active as they used to be, apparently. Okay. Um, We're having an impact. Yeah. I mean, it's having an economic impact on this guy. But now he's sold you these loads, so he's happy. All right. Um, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Does he know? Does he just happen to know where, or, or the rumors, or does Callus know where their hive was? Somewhere beneath the waves, uh, you know. No, no, nobody really knows where the hive was. Yeah, interesting. It's probably out by Carcathon or Earfong. Who knows? Okay. You know, could be anywhere. Um, Why you, you 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 need some Sahagan? Uh, no, we're just you know just wondering. I mean, we've run across Sahagan before. We've 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 had him on our crew. Bef- we've had him on our crew before. <laughs> there you go. That's more like it. <laughs> Right, they're they're good workers. They're you know hard fighters. They're good folk to have around when you can get them to focus. Right, yeah. Ballador doesn't like them. <laughs> Ballador does not like them. That's true. No, not crazy about the sharks though. Am I right? Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> Scars. Um. <laughs> Didn't see you there. You're hideous. <laughs> oh, oh, whoa, you in the back, you are ugly. <laughs> oh, who brought the deformity in here? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're used to seeing all kinds of pirates, but get that thing out of here. <laughs> Put that thing back where it came from, so help me. What happened to its face? Is that its face? He's got a face only a sea guy could love, am I right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Okay, so we picked that uh, picked that up. Um, uh, kept, you know, I'm going to keep calling him Mister Callus, but uh, Mister Callus. <laughs> when we get my ship back, you better call me Captain. Well, I mean, it, do you see it? Uh, see it around here, or like any other leads you might uh, have to, uh, towards getting uh, it back? Did not see it in the harbor, actually. I mean, it's a little makes, discouraged. 
Yeah. So, but uh, this plan, he says, I bet, I bet Dendar of the Emerald Blade. I, I, I Delgar, sorry, Delgar of the Emerald Blade. I bet he knows where it is. Delgar of the Emerald Blade. I mean, he, he better know where it is because he's retired. Plan, he's not a pirate anymore, but I bet he knows. This, this, this plan uh, of ours to get to seek the Sea King. Uh, does rely on it, so hopefully he does know something about your your ship. Let's go talk to the guy with the to the name that you just said, Delgar of the Del- Emerald Blade. Delgar of the Emerald Blade. Okay. Um. So, uh, as you're passing through the market, you hear a couple of merchants um, disputing, uh, you know, the price on something, and and uh, it almost comes to blows, and then one of them uh, says. Uh, We'll take it to Orfield's cage. We'll swear on the cage. And then they both agree to go do that, and they kind of head off in a direction. It's just something you overhear. Um, so take that as you will. Um, you, Delgar of the Emerald Blade dwells a little ways outside of town in a sort of a, kind of a villa. Um, he's apparently some kind of retired pirate. Um, and uh, But it doesn't look like there's, there's a, a gate and some skulls on the gate. Uh, you know, because it's pirates, there's skulls everywhere. Um, but it doesn't look like it's guarded by people um, that you see. But you do hear faint music as you approach. It's creepy. Um, and it, as you approach, you see that there is uh, like a, a, a skeleton band in the courtyard of his villa, like playing steel drum music. Can you? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. The... Yeah, I'm on. Oh, yeah. That'll work. I'm hearing it. Yeah. Okay. That's not creepy. <laughs> no. There's just skeletons kind of, you know, steel drum thing. I think it's skeletons. Hmm. Yeah. Are it's... they playing, like, on their ribs? <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, sometimes. And, <laughs> like, an uh, like a xylophone <laughs> effect. Yeah. And uh, then they have steel drums, too. Yeah. So there's they don't seem to threaten you as, as you come in. I'm feeling more at ease. <laughs> yeah. Let's go talk to Delgar, man. <laughs> nice. There we go. Yeah, that's the kind of steel drum music you're hearing, right? <laughs> and so uh, there, um, you make your way in, I guess? Yeah. yeah. All off guard and everything. That was worth the wait. Was definitely. Uh, you want me to stop? No, heck no. Uh, keep that. You got to keep that going this whole time. Okay. The, that you're in this villa. Um, so Delgar of the Emerald Blade is there, and he's this retired pirate, and he's kind of sitting sitting at his ease. And but he's he's a he looks like maybe a green dragonborn or maybe a half green dragon of some type. And he says, "Callus, uh, I didn't think you were still alive." Callus <coughs> is like, "Oh yeah." Uh, this is my new crew. Uh, they all call me Captain Callus. He says pointedly at Gowron. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he says, guys, this is Delgar of the Emerald Blade, famous mercenary and pirate, uh, supposed son of old Gnawbones herself. And oh. Delgar says, supposed, you know I am. <coughs> Just like uh, Mr. Callus here is supposedly a captain. Ooh, burn. <laughs> uh, you're not going to tear him down in front of his friends, are you, Galron? That's mean. I won't say it out loud. <laughs> um, so, Nalbones, isn't, isn't her name actually 
Boy, a couple of campaigns ago, we got a lot of practice at this name, but... We sure uh, did. It's been a minute. It's still got the the Slackbot reaction, so when I typed in old novels, I think you mean... Nice. (laughs) Um... So yes, uh, that famous green dragon of the Crypt Garden Forest, uh, he claims to be the, the, the son of, um, and he and he and Callus talk for a while, and and Callus is like, don't don't uh, don't remember the band playing uh, around, and um, Delgar says, yes, uh, I was cursed by a necromancer. Uh, this is my former crew, he says, pointing to the skeletons. Uh, and they will never stop playing. I can't get them to stop. <laughs> I've tried everything. I've broken their bones a million times, and they always reform. I've melted down the drums, and the next morning, the drums are there. They never stop. So you have infinite <laughs> drums? <laughs> you got to harness this power. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried having people take their drums away, and the people who take them away, it, they, the drums disappear and appear back here. I've have tried we, moving. I was going to say, have you they tried? Follow moving? me everywhere. I tried living underwater for a while with spells, and I can still hear it clear as day. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope they're not playing. Don't worry, be happy. Oh, they are. Oh, this is the, this one's the worst. <laughs> oh. oh man. Ten times a day they play that one. Oh, I mean, will you will, will you find a way to get rid of them? Cal says, "What am I going to do?" But then he looks expectantly at Ingvar. What do you What are you going to do? I I can attempt to cast greater <coughs> restoration on something. What would he do for us? <laughs> Cal says, "I need my ship back. I need the Devil's Fin. You seen it lately?" And Delgar says, "Yeah, I've seen it, but." You need to get rid of these skeletons for me. I don't know that that's how that works. Because, uh, you know, the, the skeletons, I mean, they're going to be there regardless. I think you need to give us the, the first uh, bit of intel. Well, <laughs> says, I should have really been doing a Jamaican accent for him this whole time. But um, he, he uh, volunteers that he thinks the Devil's Fin has... Um, is currently at the Driftwood docks and will be returning to Scout soon. What's, and uh, is, is that like is that the name? Of the, but that's we didn't see it down at the docks. Happy. What, no, no, no. What's no. the Cal says Driftwood docks? That's not here. Driftwood docks is where Seeking Tentrix is. It's this oh. whole big mash of ships. Uh, and I was going to take you there once we got the fin, but it sounds like the fin's already there. Maybe it'll be back soon, like Dendar, like Delgar says. So if it's going to be back soon, do you know who crews it currently? Delgar says, I think it's your old crew just without you. Your your ogre uh-huh. first mate is now in charge, calling himself captain. Callus like, clenches his fists at that. I'll okay. kill him, Callus says. Okay. Me and my crew will kill him. How many? Okay. How big of a crew did they have? Uh, the, it's a it's a full crew for the Devil's Fin, but we we just really need to knock off the ogre. He'll, he, they'll all fall back into line, I'm pretty sure. So if it's going to just come back uh, in, into the into the docks here soon anyway, why do we need to help you with these skeletons? Oh, come on! <laughs> Have mercy! <laughs> do something! I've tried everything. Did the necromancer curse you with this, or did he curse your crew with this? It's me. Well, it's all of us. Did you okay. steal any Spanish gold? 
<laughs> what kind of gold? Oh, sorry. Uh, Omnian gold. <laughs> sorry. First, first, I will try casting Greater Restoration on Delgar and uh, see if the, that does it. The music does not stop. In fact, okay. what happens? Oh, no. <laughs> There's one with drums, too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Take two crew members and I'll try to cast it on them and see if that helps. <clears throat> uh, so he goes and stands with the band and, and just rolling his eyes um, and you cast it on all of them? If I can, I think I have to pick one creature. Well, okay. But yeah, uh, as my, my idea was I, I could cast it on uh, one of the crew members to see if that takes care of it for him and if so... I've got one more I can do today, and I can just come back each day while waiting for the ship to return and keep casting it on crew members. And I've got, I've got so you try that, and and Mike, what happens? <laughs> they start a new tune. That's all. That <laughs> all right. um, they stop playing whatever they were playing in there. Uh, so they start playing. So, so I'll I'll try to spell. I'll try to spell magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you try to spell magic, and he's like, nope, I've tried it. Okay. Uh, nothing seems to work. But turning undead? If they're low enough CR, doesn't that do something? Uh, so that will cause the skeletons to, uh, flee outside the, uh, uh, outside, like, the radius of the, of turn undead. But then they just play louder. <laughs> They'll turn into a parade that, like, dances away. <laughs> like conga lining. <laughs> Playing on each other. Uh, uh, well, uh, do the tie to side. That sounds good. Oh, oh yeah. I, I think the the thing is that you're cursed, and there's <laughs> yeah. nothing we can do about it. He says, uh, maybe, maybe it's time that. Uh, he, he said something when he cursed me. He said, uh, 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 you know, until. Um, an, until you die a noble death in single combat to one of noble blood. Any of you of noble blood? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I don't want to die, but I can't live like this, he says. Well, you just come back to us anytime you're ready, and Grim uh, might you know, volunteer. I don't know. Uh, he, to, to, he says, I, I don't think I'm ready to die yet, but I do think I could take you. Anyway, you don't look that tough, he says to Grim. Okay. But don't leave me like this. Do something. Do anything. Does one of you cast Wish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> I have this. Um, I can... I, I know that, that, that this, there aren't, aren't very many religious people on this island, but let me try praying and see if uh, if the god that I follow would be willing to do this or not. Let's see here. Can you only attempt it every seven days, or can, can you attempt it all the time, and then, and then if it works, it only happens every seven days? I, I can attempt it once per long rest until it succeeds. Once it succeeds, I have to wait seven days. Got it. Uh, roll with roll with advantage. Let's just you know. Okay. Gonna give you an extra chance there because that'll be fun. Oh. Mm, no, Valkyrie's like, like. You... Valkyrie's jamming out. He's like, what? No way, man. <laughs> you, you hear like thunder, distant thunder, but kind of in time with the music. So, so here, here here's here's a thought. Um, so. What? 85. Oh, okay. So so here's here's my thought. Um 
the, the spell silence yeah, has the ritual tag. No, I don't. I don't. Mm. I don't know it. But uh, if we had a yeah, if <laughs> if we had a cleric or bard or ranger that knew it, uh, that maybe we, that could come here. And I, I think one of the ways that like you know rituals can happen is like if you like cast it like day after day for a year or whatever, right? Like it becomes permanent. <laughs> Right, like uh -huh. if we, so, like uh -huh. effectively, if we found someone willing to do that, like not a party member here, but like you know, like someone who could like call, like make it someone effective. who would come and cast s silence on him every day, or at least in the same spot yeah, every day for a year. Right, right. Like, he could have like a cone of silence. He could at least yes, get into. Yes. Yeah. Or, or he's definitely interested in trying this plan. He says that I've not tried. <laughs> you know, like you might be cursed forever, but you might have a you know a quiet place you could retreat to if that were to you know work out or whatever uh he says if you find me someone in town who will come and do that i will pay you five thousand gold tonight <laughs> i mean i presume that person doesn't exist in town but it might it i might. think it could. I, I think that person needs to be sought after uh for okay. for that he's willing to pay Okay, well, I'm, I'm willing to uh, go, you know, search for someone, like, like I said, a, a, yeah, a, a, what is it, ranger, bard, or cleric. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll look for someone with that. Uh, how about, so like, just a d20, uh, straight d20, I mean, or... Normally like, we would call it investigation, investigation. But that's the same for you, right? Yeah, uh, investigation it is for, uh, you know, going out, you know, tonight to, oh, to look 13. for that, so... You find someone who's a cleric who could cast, or a, let's say a bard. There's like, probably more bards on the island. So, uh, so a bard who's who knows it but might not be willing to go do that for a year. Right, who's like, I wasn't really planning on spending my next year doing that. Um, also, why would you want to silence this? <laughs> like, this rules. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's a new sound. Um, uh, he's... He's willing to do it for uh, for half of your five thousand fee. I, I mean, it, it was twenty five hundred that we didn't, you know, have mm -hmm. on the radar a minute but ago. But he in, he insists that that you um, that you swear it on the cage of, of Orpheal with him. Oh, say what now? The the cage of that cage thing, huh? Mm hmm. Yeah, what he exactly wants to make sure it's a square deal. What does that mean? We've heard that before. So yeah. he leads yeah, you into the into a part of the market. Yeah, we're away from the, the villa, so you, you can pause the music. Um, <laughs> he he leads you to... Um, hang on, I got notes on this somewhere. Do, do, do. Right. So he he leads you to uh, kind of this big covered pavilion in the in Skaug Market. And um, there's this marble and glass cage. And in it is this sort of solemn-looking being with wings um, and... There's in front of it. There's this pedestal, and you, you observe because you have to wait in line because there, there's other people doing this. But you observe that people come there with a with whatever their dispute is, and they both put their hands on the pedestal and speak whatever the deal is. And uh, if Orpheal, the angel imprisoned there, looks at one of the participants, that means they're lying. And if he looks into the distance, then then it's a square deal. Um, says, and he, nobody seems to know how long he's been there, but um, once once you kind of have worked out this deal with this bard, um, he insists that you uh, make it official by going up in front of the cage and, and putting your hand in front that you'll pay him the, the 2500 and that he'll do this for a year. Um, and uh, when you do, Orpheal 
looks into the distance. And that's how you know that, you know, he's really intending to keep his part of the deal. Okay. Nice. like it. There's an angel trapped here? Yeah. Is that a problem for you? I, I don't like that. No? no New main no. quest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. See you guys. I'm going to stay here. And <laughs> <laughs> I just need to like base all my <laughs> all my hooks around whatever John's new character's like uh, pressure button is. No, I'm playing. I, I actually, I, so one of the the podcasts I listened to um, when they finished their first main story arc, one of the characters sacrificed himself at the end of it, and then he worked out with the DM where he had like over the next like four or five sessions, he had these throwaway characters where he like introduced a new character and then they <laughs> die by the end of the. <laughs> <laughs> before he brought in his actual next character. <laughs> well, that could be what's happening here. <laughs> so yeah, Orfield's cage, you know. Sweet. And Orfield doesn't seem bothered. He just, he, in fact, he, he doesn't crack a smile. He doesn't do anything. He just, uh, he looks solemnly at, at someone if they're lying and he looks into the distance if they're both telling the truth. Okay. Is He's he got, what's is that? He, is he aligned to any particular deity or is he just? How would you know? I don't know. Can you talk to him other than doing these? You can talk at him, mm. but it's not clear that he can hear you. Well, that's my specialty. <laughs> I'm more of a talker at him. <laughs> what do you say, Salandor? Uh, uh, Orfeel, uh, how, um, do you like being there? Here, I guess. Do you like being here? He regards you emotionless, but he's looking at you. Blink once. If yes, <laughs> it's not clear that he ever blinks. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, it's upside down when he does. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I was so proud when I thought of that earlier. I was like, "Oh, that's just creepy." I'm throwing it in there. <laughs> I'm gonna turn turn Fay. Um. Anyway. Uh. What do I say? To him? Orfeel, Uh. I've I've been given a a, a task myself that it's different from yours, but um. But I I, I feel affinity towards you. Um. And if, if there's something I can do to, to help you, if you're if you're not if you're not wanting to be here anymore, I'm willing to help you with that. He looks past you into the distance, focusing on nothing in particular. <laughs> so I'm I'm speaking. But in your mind, you hear, "We are not the same." <laughs> oh. And now now there's like people like, "Hey, you're holding up the line. We <laughs> got deals to square. Get out of the way." <laughs> Yeah. So uh, the next people step up into the pedestal and make their, you know, just say their deal, and he keeps doing his thing. Huh. Do we see see him look at anybody while we're there? Uh, yeah. And then they're like, "Hey, you know, the dispute typically erupts, and, and uh, the you know iron out." But you know, most people know that like you you don't go there and agree to do it if you're planning on being dishonest, right? Right. By the time you're doing that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But apparently it happened once, and it ended in fisticuffs. Right. But yeah, that's what keeps uh, you know the deals in Skaug Market uh, honest, is swearing huh. on Orfeel's cage. It's, uh, it's neat. Yeah. Um, Just okay. a little bit of Skaug tourism for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, what else are we going to do while we wait for the Black <laughs> Fin to show up? Right. I mean, you don't want to say that you've been to Skaug and not, <laughs> not sworn something on, on Orfeel's cage. I right? know. I know. Yeah. And everyone knows you, you saved the guts for Gristle even though Gristle doesn't seem to be around anymore. But you still see people like throwing guts off the ends of the piers saying, 
Save the guts for Gristle. Save the guts for Gristle. Right. Do we do we hear anything else about? Yeah, the rumors. Like anybody right. else mentioning Gristle? Roll a d six. Hey. While you're there, uh, shortly after you've 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 sworn your deal uh, with this bard who shall remain nameless, but who's about to go, uh, you know, work <laughs> on casting silence for a year. But he gets um, he gets money out of the deal. He so. does. He's gonna live. He's gonna live richly. Uh, right. And, and uh, you could tell by the way that Orpheal looked into the distance that he intends, at least at the moment. Yeah. There's no dishonesty. He's not trying to rob anyone. He really is gonna live by the deal by the contract. Right. So as you're on your way back with this bard in tow, um, uh, a Sahagan actually like comes bursting out of the water, and everyone doesn't yeah. seem that bothered by it nobody mm. you know nobody, nobody draws swords or anything but he he does come running almost straight at you and he's like clutching his head and then uh his head explodes and there's an intellect devourer in front of you oh nifty huh. so you deal with that you know you it doesn't take you long to kill an intellect devourer but you know just so yeah there's definitely a, a sahagan uh you know Tuffle. with an intellect devourer that made his head explode right there in front of you yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, a... and then uh, passersby are like, yeah, that that's happened a few times now. Must be Tuesday, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, um, a few times, like in the last year, a few times in the last week. No, just in the last month or so. Yeah. So how can keep doing that? They just like to go explode. So how can brains uh, all all over? Well, not brains, but. I mean, we throw their bodies back in the bay because, you know, you save the guts for Gristle. Right, but, yeah. But, uh, I mean... But it anyone, can't be healthy. Is that, well, it doesn't seem so, right? Has uh, anyone gone, you know, looking for the source? Why no. would we do that? They seem Did, confused by the question. <laughs> what, like I can breathe underwater? Like I want to go into a Sahaugen hive? Like I want my head to explode? What? Why would I do any of that? It is pretty funny. They've got, that, kind, of, they've got kind of a New Yorker attitude around it's, here. It's, it's a good <laughs> point. It is kind of funny, right? Yeah. That's like yeah. the kind of thing a hero would do, right? Right. It's comedy. They just come up out of the sea and their heads explode. What could be better? I mean, point taken. And, you know, that's fewer Sahaugan, right? It's not a problem, really. And Balinor's like, just wait until I get in the water. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm glad I said that. <laughs> We are too, John. We are too. <laughs> Eventually, the Devil's Fin, like, you know, three days later, does sail into port. Um, I want to go fishing with my hook of what's my Jew. Uh, I mean, it's. Water. I will, <laughs> if I roll a six on a d6, then I catch a fish after one hour of fishing. Apparently, mm -hmm. didn't happen, but. Or at least I didn't catch a magical one anyway. But uh, there you go. Or like one per day. So, so just to, to, to close the thread on Delgar yeah. of the Emerald Blade, you do take the bard back. He, he, he casts silence. And in the, in the silence radius, uh, Delgar can find brief peace from this, the incessant steel drums. So it only lasts as long as, you know. Yes. Right. <laughs> Yesterday, all of my troubles seemed so far away. Uh, roll again. You're still fishing, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll fish once per day. So of the three days, so the the two, the four, and the three. So I didn't catch any magical fish, but I, uh, I'll, I'll just assume I catch. Uh, you know, some you catch a few fish. regular yeah. fish. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my that's my jam. All waiting for the black fin to show up. And then uh, the devil's fin does show up uh, eventually, yeah. and and uh, 
Do you back Callus's uh, bid to take his ship back over? Absolutely. I think we should. I mean, we, we frenemies are sometimes friends. And I, I do want to see uh, him be captain again. Will you call him captain when he is? I will. Remains to be seen. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, he's not a captain yet. So I mean, what? Oh, we, captain. <laughs> captain. Like punch. Don't. Know. Um. So let's let's do uh, um let's do an abbreviated <clears throat> battle between Callus and his uh main uh ogre first mate here. I'll roll for the first mate. Uh, one of you roll for Callus, who will be representing Callus here. I'm happy to. <sighs> Um, let's give you a plus two on your rolls. So you're going to be rolling a 1d20 plus two, and I'm going to be rolling a straight 1d20. Okay. And it's first to five wins. Okie dokie. Okay. So, so he has a slight advantage because, you know, two. he is actually the better combatant. All right. So so uh, round one, as it were, I have a 16. You have a two. Yes. That's one win for me. Accurate. Okay. Okay. Uh, again. Dose. So I have a... Uh, you have a... I have a 12. 12, and I have a 4, so that's okay. one to you. One to one. Then uh, here we okay. go. And, uh, you know, of course, there's some actually interesting swashbuckling <laughs> battle happening here. Oh, you know, dive, you know, uh, going down the sails with the dagger, you know, fencing on the, on the, well, on the, uh, I, f- I figure it's, you know, like, you know, strength and dex and wisdom and mm-hmm. intellect or whatever, but yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, 11 to 11. 11 or 11, uh, so that's a, that's a, not a win for anyone. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, here, ooh, ooh, net one for me. Okay, so yes. All right. So that's so, one to you. So two to, so two to one. You're taking Kallus, the lead? Two to one in Callus' favor. No, right? Yeah, yeah, two to one in Callus' favor. Oh, oh. All right. I'm the bad guy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You just not 20 Yes. Uh, versus oh. my, ooh, 19. It, that one was a very impressive round. That's right. But it goes to you. Okay, so, so that's three, three to for one. You. Uh, yeah. Followed up by. Uh, mm, I bet I can beat that. Hang on. No, I can't. So four to one. It's four to one. It's looking bad for this ogre. Yeah. Oh, but. Yeah, back to four two to, two. to four. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. He's got some footwork that he was, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, but finally, Callus. Uh, you know, corners him and cuts off his ear and sends him on his way. That's that's how that's how Captain Callus uh, you know, earns his earns his title back, his rank. The guy's crew back. That's right, and he explains to his uh, to his crew that he's taken you all on as uh, additional crew, uh, and that's the end of the matter. Even though they look funny. Yeah, do any of them recognize us from when we fought? You know them. <laughs> That's an interesting question. Uh, I'm going to roll insight for them. Just as a crew. No. It's been a while. Yeah. We, we, we've grown since you then. Have. Right. You have grown. <laughs> also, Balder isn't around anymore. That's the one they remember. <laughs> well, not even Balder, Mouse. So, so, yeah, yeah, well. <sighs> Ballador, yeah. Mouse, Balder. Yes. Yep. Mouse. So, yeah. Um, I think... Uh, I'm not quite ready in like the time we have left tonight to take on that whole situation. Sure. Um, we have some uh, other, other, you know. Do I have any other little onesie twosies? Yeah. Uh, if you'd gone to Nemesaur, they would have, um, they are devious folk down there. They would have yeah. 
tried to trick you into um, racing your ship around the island faster than the record time, uh, but there's like a haunted whirlpool that would have appeared if you did, well, and it well, would have may maybe wrecked your boat. Uh, we we could we could well I mean you you did just yeah kind of throw something I did out there. kind of give that away yeah exactly right now but like we, in the three days waiting we could have you know maybe you have done that like we could do could have other misadventures but like there's also that what's that other island I Ioma or what's is that what it oh that's true you could you could um, probably sail over to Ioma but you don't know that it's coming back in three days someone's got to stay behind we could um, come back we try to come back every day <laughs> like have a, a one a one day like, adventure it's like a 150 miles to sail. But whatever. Yes, you yeah, you can go over to Ioma. Sure. Or maybe, maybe on your on you're, you're going to hit Ioma on your way to the Driftwood docks cuz you, you're tourists and you're you're like we and are. we also want to see Ioma. Yeah. So what's in Ioma? Okay. Um at Ioma, the whole the whole approach to the harbor is shrouded in fog. And Callus is like, yeah, it's been like this for years. There's been a, a fog here because there's wizards that control it now, um, and they don't they don't like pirates. So uh, it's good that we're in your ship and not our ship. Not that not that they can tell, but you know, you're not flying a black Armada flag. Um, so in Ioma, um, you're able to dock without uh, too much trouble, but uh, you get brought by the inhabitants there before a triumvirate of, of wizards uh, with their hoods on. Hang on, I'll put my hood on. Maybe a cowled wizard here. <laughs> uh, there we go. Over my headphones now. Um, and there's three of them. Uh, and uh, one of them has like, like uh, kind of lightning flashing around him. And another one just is like kind of peacefully meditating. And then uh, the last one is interesting because they have uh, some kind of fungal symbiote growing out of their neck and into their ear. And they ask you your business on Ioma. Real quick gut check on this. The only thing I know about this is something, something Purple Crystals Mountain. I, mm -hmm. So Yeah, um, yeah. You, if you say we're here to buy Purple Crystals, that's legit. We are here to buy Purple Crystals. Okay. Uh, uh, roll the current uh, market price of Crystals, Mike. Minus two. Okay. And uh, while that's happening, I'm curious about any pr magical or non-magical properties of said crystals and what people might do with them. But uh, you can purchase crystal. You, you can purchase uh, up to 2d6 loads of crystals at 90% of semi-precious stone prices. Okay. They have purported magical properties. Sure, sure. Uh, they supposedly deflect sp some spells some of the time. But it doesn't always work the same for different people. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like the kind of thing we should like make a shield out of. Curious. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you about my shield. <laughs> yeah, his, go ahead and tell him about your shield. Is it made out of purple crystal? No, no. it's made out of some sort of mushroom thing. I can, oh. I can, I can eat it. Like a druid. <laughs> <laughs> very, very like a druid. Oh, like a druid. <laughs> yes, it, it, it can feed up to two people per day and will regenerate the parts eaten. Yep. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I happened to cross a, like a hundred crazy things to do with shields um, table the, the day that John was making this. And I was like, oh, your shield's special. Here you go. That's kind of funny. I like it. Um, they will sell up to 10 loads of Ioma crystal to you if you want that much. Is that, that uh, of, is that of interest, Grim? You can stop sharing the steel drums, by the way. Oh, okay. Unless you're going back there. 
You look over to Ballandor and he's eating a shield. <laughs> <laughs> so riveting. That hungry, huh? Um, awesome. So sometimes protects from some spells. Uh, I, I would like to uh, turn one into uh, like a necklace or something. A shield? Just kind of like, sorry. I, like, just kind of like have it a, like a lucky charm. Um, there is a 10% chance that it will uh, once per day when called upon, deflect uh, the damage from a spell. Sweet. Or the effect of a spell. But it, pass or fail, it can only be attempted once per day. Sure, sure. I like it. Um. So when I drop a super epic spell on you, then now that's the time to say it. I clutch my amulet. That's right. By the power within this amulet, I fail again to repel this spell. <laughs> that's right. I 90% of the time don't do anything. That's right. <laughs> uh, Grim, have you worked out the economics? Can you afford ten, uh, ten loads of semi-precious stone? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're in the Grim Prospects? We're not in the Blackfin then? Uh, or, rather or... than... You have... Uh, okay. it, 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 yeah, we didn't sw- swap all the loads and everything, but... Sure, sure. We're just... We're, you're, we're, you're, we're in doing the, this. you're in the Sea Ghost, but it has this, all the cargo of the Grim Prospects. Okie dokie. Well, so uh, uh, you load up on on crystal and and uh, they they ask you um, for news of the outside. What do you tell them? They say we don't we don't get a lot of news around here. Uh, well, I mean, you might not get news, but do you get Sahu again that come exploding on your docks? Certainly not. They say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. I mean, no reason whatsoever. No, we had a deal with Auntie Gristle uh, that she does not approach our island, and we do not trouble her. And ships do not get attacked by the Sahagan. Though lately, a few have. That is an interesting that you bring it up. But not not here in our harbor. So, I mean, you're, you're uh, uh, you know, obviously near nearabouts the Driftwood docks. Uh, I mean, do you get many visitors from those that the, that those parts of the Nalanther Isles? Uh, well, similarly, we um, we've proven that we can defend ourselves ably against the Black Armada. And although they have tried to recruit us into their ranks, we have uh, told them where to stick it, says the one with the fungal symbiote. Uh-huh. And they no longer bother us either. Cool. Cool. Well, I'm glad it's working out for you. And thanks for the Ioma crystals. Yeah. Uh, out of curiosities, uh, since you like purple rocks, apparently, um, know anything else about any other purple rocks? You're talking about the ones up by up past Gunbarg? Sure, sure. I mean, if, if, if have you We've, ever seen them? No, I've never traveled that way. Says uh, the the storm wizard known as Jasiri Evermantle. Uh, she says, "No, I've I've never traveled to those purple rocks, but I do know that the Kraken priests all wear jewelry from there." I suspect it has everything to do with their worship of that uh, Kraken. What's its name? Slarkrathel. Ah, yes. Slarkrathel. Yes. That's the one. Okay. It's Um, said to lair lair near there. Slarkrathel is said to lair near there. Near the purple rocks. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Um, the people of those rocks have worshipped it for generations. Oh, so the rocks have been around for a long time. Okay. They have. Okay. But it's only re- recently that they've been so expansionist. The the Black uh, Armada is a new thing. Okay, okay, okay. And Kraken priests used to stick to their own island. Now they're all over. 
Any, any indications as to why that, that you know why they're you know expanding or no real known? They seem to be doing it under the direction of the Kraken priests, but you'd have to ask them. We intend to. I guess. Callus says, "Yeah, we just do what the Kraken priests say because that's where all the money, many money is. We, you know, the Kraken priests, uh, you know, told the Black Armada who and where and when, and how to attack, and and it always seemed to work out. Except, you know, that one in Neverwinter didn't work out as well. Sure." Um, I guess my only other question, as I uh, alluded to moments ago, uh, hey, you found a wizard. Do you know Rary's telepathic bond? Roll d20. Okay, so roll on a d20 and five. No. (laughs) Okay. I wouldn't understand it. Got it. I I understand. (laughs) (laughs) We just met you. We're not opening our spell books to you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well... I got nothing um, else for tonight. Okay. Uh, we can sail you to the Driftwood Docks, but I don't think we want to engage much in the Driftwood Docks. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm fine. Like, or, or you can, like, sail to Skaug and we can blue book there. Um, I, I was, I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm fine. Even, even though you told us about the, uh, what, what's the name of the nem- Nemesaur? Nemesaur. Nemesaur. Okay, so you told us about it. We can still roll to see how it goes. Uh, like, True. You could go to Nemesaur. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm interested in a little race around the island whirlpool haunted blah 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 see how that goes yeah the, so you're right the folk of nemesaur which is down down yonder down maybe you go boats. seeking further information yeah yeah um the folk of nemesaur would actually love nothing more than to see visiting ships wrecked on the rocks so they can be despoiled obviously huh. maybe i um, should rethink this but you know but they, they don't tell that to you of course <laughs> of course um they some of their tribe has been recruited into the Black Armada and made decent pay in the sacking of Baldur's Gate. So they know the location of the Driftwood docks, um, but they would want to be paid in goods and cargo to give it up, and uh, and they want to do it without looking like sellouts, so wrecking the, the visiting ship just sounds easier. So when you ask them um, to help you, um, they what they say is... Hang on, where is this one? I have too many different notes. Here we go. They say... Um, if you can beat Bilgewater Bill's time around the island, I'll help you. What that means is you have to race around the island uh, and do it in less than a day, which is easy. Like, well, it's what we're saying. It's what we're telling. So that will, would require some uh, vehicle water vehicle rolls, at least one of those. Okay. You go around. I mean, I do have the water vehicle thing. Uh, Maybe a navigation roll by somebody. I have a land vehicle for some reason. I'm not doing so hot on the water vehicle. Let's let's make it uh let's make it a three for on rolls. So an uh, eight for the first roll. Not not fantastic. Okay. Twenty six, not twenty, and then an eighteen. So actually you are succeeding um and you're doing very well. You're actually within sight of the port again and an hour ahead of schedule. Um, when a, a huge whirlpool begins to form in front of your boat, the curse of Bilgewater Bill. Ooh. So, um, go, go on. so we treat this as a whirlpool per the Ghost of Salt Marsh rules. Um, it is a 110 diameter whirlpool um, spinning at a velocity of 25 feet per something. It just says 25 feet. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but this will require uh, checks from the captain, the first mate, the bosun, and the quartermaster, as well as the crew, of course. Uh, so as the whirlpool tries to suck your boat under, um, 
Captain, please make a water vehicles check. You want me to do that? You have one efficiency in it? Yeah. Okay. Just let me know whether you want wisdom or intelligence. It's intelligence. Because of course it is. Okay, that actually is a success. Um, first mate, you need a charisma intimidation check to whip the crew into shape. I'm on it. <laughs> you do not do very well on that. Six. Roll the six. Uh, bosun, uh, you need to make a strength carpenter's tools check. Oh, yeah. To, to hold the ship together as uh, the whirlpool tries to tear it apart. Oof. You not won that. Not one. Um, ah. And quartermaster, which is now you, all of a sudden, uh, Balangor. Uh, or Ballandor, sorry. Um, you need to make a wisdom nature check. Wisdom nature, all right. Wisdom nature. Mm. 12. So uh, that is a failure all around. Oof. So uh, <laughs> the, the vessel is immediately moved towards the vortex's center at the whirlpool's velocity, and the vessel is restrained by the whirlpool. Why did, why did we come here again? <laughs> For fun. <laughs> For adventure. Um, it... Uh, it begins to suck your boat down. Roll a d10. This could be interesting. <laughs> Who's rolling it? One uh, of you. I'll roll. Eight. Stuck for eight days. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so it, it sucks you under the water and you end up on the astral plane uh, oh. for the moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you're you're sailing around in, in basically the astral sea on your boat. Um, Don't with get silver out. cords that that uh, go from your bodies leading behind you to wherever your starting point was in the plane. Um, and you you sail there for uh, a while. You see some Gith Yankees sail by on one of their ships, and they look at you a little funny. Like, like we turn left, and they're turning, like, what? <laughs> like, what are you Two doing boats. here? Passing an astral plane. Uh, roll a D20. Grim. Yeah. Mouse would be tempted to jump. To in. jump off? <laughs> to jump in. Just I, to I was like, I was going to say, wait till I get in the water. <laughs> I, I was going to say that, but I, was, I don't this know. There's no water. There's no water here, exactly. 16 on that 20. Okay, so eventually you uh, you see ahead of you like a, a colored pool. The whole thing's been kind of silvery, gray, cloudy, misty, but ahead of you is like a, a pool of uh, what looks like the color blue. Do you sail into it or avoid it? Someone should make a decision. It's not me. <laughs> Captain Ingvar, perhaps? Captain Ingvar. Captain, Captain Grimm? Captain Callus? Captain Callus, I think. Captain <laughs> Callus. <laughs> this Callus. strange waters we're in. This don't usually happen. The Triton tre <laughs> wants to go into the blue. Thank Let's you go. for that observation, Mr. Callus. <laughs> Good like that. Let's go into the blue. All right. Into the blue we go. Okay, um, you ro roll a d6. Actually, um, John roll a d6, and then Jared roll a d6. Two, two. Two, two. Uh, you eventually, um, uh, your ship reappears a couple of hundred miles away. <laughs> in sight. Well, we, with in us sight, on it. With, with you on it. <laughs> In sight of the uh, Tower of Earfong, um, oh, and, and what? And uh, there's a 
it's you don't know how many days later, but there's currently a storm going on, which wasn't happening when you got sucked in by the whirlpool. Call Actually, you don't you don't know where you are at first. It's going to take <laughs> you some navigation to figure out where you are, but right. you're near this. You're you happen to be near the Sea Tower of Irfong, so you've at least heard of that. Um, and you are probably getting attacked by a zombie dragon turtle. Hang on. Call lightning. Zombie yes. dragon turtle. Yeah. Hang on. Let me. That's too many words. No, it's just the right <laughs> amount. Be dragon turtle. All right, all right. What do I want to use turtle. spells? Because this guy has spells. Speak with animals. <laughs> it is a. It is a water a bound. It, well, no, they're dragons. Oh, all oh, right, right. Okay, dragons. Uh, I think I have the stats for this somewhere. Hang on. Now. Is talk with animals or speak with animals? Is that a, a feature of the oath, or is that just That's you saying? Tr- it's a feature of Tritons. Tritons, yeah. Okay, it's a feature of. It's a feature of John. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> That's kind of what the question was. So what I was getting at before is that yeah, he has the same power as um, the same ability <laughs> as a uh, as mouse, except for he talks to to sea creatures that he can his advantage <laughs> of persuasion instead of all animals, but so, he can't. He can't understand them, but you know he can still talk no, to them. Same limitations. Them. <laughs> same limitations, just different locations. That's really I, what you're that's about. why. That's why I can't wait to get to talk to her. Yeah, that's, that's why. why. <laughs> <in the water. laughs> no, I can. I can control fish with my trident. So allegedly, <laughs> hasn't yeah. happened yet. Uh, okay, roll initiative. You're being attacked by a zombie dragon turtle. All right. Sweet. Do it. Um, I guess we should go to your. Hang on, let me let me switch us to your sea battle map. Which might even have your boat still on it. Hang on, let's see. Man, I only have a plus two initiative and no advantage. It's a big, uh, big map here. Yeah, somewhere on it is your boat. There we go. You can ignore all the other boats. Sure. And I'll put a dragon turtle on. Oh. Here, here's a here's a guy for Alandor. Drop him on there. Mm, do I have a dragon turtle? Probably not. We'll use this. Dalagir token. Oh, I can only select mouse. Yeah, I'm working on it. Hang on. Okay. <clears throat> Stand by. All players. Save signs. Okay. Mouse is going away. And Balagor is there. Or whatever his name is. And the keep, extra I keep mouse. calling him Balagor. It's Balador. Okay, so... Uh, what I'll do is I'll just make this thing the size of a dragon turtle, which is large, huge. It's like that big. But <laughs> yeah, and using an image of a shark for it is, is a little tricky. <laughs> you you're okay? Are you gonna be all right? <laughs> Hang on a sec. Would you rather it was actually a zombie dragon turtle image? <laughs> that doesn't sound better. I haven't, I haven't been nearly eaten alive by <laughs> by that yet. So, well, wait till you get in the water. Okay, so uh, initiative. It's like a dragon turtle. So let's let's see here. Yeah. Okay. Um. So its initiative will be the same. We're pretty close. All right, uh, so how come it didn't uh, show up on there on my turn order? Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, click the token before doing it. Or... I did. I'm totally did. Are you doing that thing where you hide the initiative for the players you control? Don't you have the ability to do that? Uh, I don't know. There it is. Okay. Archie blows. Well, that was a better initiative anyway. So, yay. Okay. Uh, descending order. Everybody on there? Grim, you act first. You're being attacked by a zombie dragon turtle. It is huge. It is known as the Curse of Earfong. And after a brief sail through the Astral Sea, you appear to be back in the Prime Material Plane, only to be attacked by a large zombie dragon turtle. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Grim? Um, so I'm going to try to abjure the... It's a zombie sea turtle, so I can choose one creature within 60 feet to make a wisdom saving throw of 15. Fiends and undead have a disadvantage on this saving throw. On failure, the creature is frightened and its speed is reduced to zero. Can't benefit from bonuses for one minute or until it takes damage. On success, the creature speed is halved for one minute or until the creature takes any damage. Okay, so I'm rolling wisdom with disadvantage. Yeah. Okay, it is abjured. All right, so... It cannot move during its turn. All right. At least. I mean, it, it can't move. Uh... <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, For so a minute. It's, it's, it's frightened and its speed is reduced to zero. Okay. That seems pretty effective. Yeah. Right. So fright, frightened gives it disadvantage while you're, in, <clears throat> while you're visible to it, right? No, I don't think so, right? Is that what it does? Uh... Frightened. Yeah. Disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the side of its fear is within line of sight. Okay. So. Then I guess I'm afraid. Right. Uh, and it's my turn, right? Is that your whole turn, Grim? That's it. You're not bonus actioning anything that I need to know about? Uh, right. Maybe I'll. Oh, you I'll... can't You can't because it's, you cast. Oh, no, that's not a spell. So, yeah, you could. Yeah, I'll do uh, 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 Shield of Faith. Okay. Um, I... Uh, I'm surfacing and breathing a freezing breath against your whole, basically your whole boat. Um, so everybody needs to make a constitution saving throw. It's basically this, except it's not steam. It's, uh, it's um, cold. Okay. So it looks like uh, you three failed, Grim. Need one from you? Okay, so all four of you failed. That's never happened before. Is this so all of... Attack. It's it is an attack, yes, but it's not a spell. You get plus three on it, John. No, I have a special shield thing for shield master. Go oh. ahead, tell, tell what you're gonna say, and then I'll, I'll see if I can actually. Use All it. of you were taking fifty-two cold damage. It's so cold. But I believe your shield thing can work. It, um, An effect allows half damage on success. You can oh, so I have to succeed. Though. You would you would succeed. Yes, if you had succeeded, you would have I taken have that. Yeah. So based off of where we're standing, are John and I with it? Because that that will, if we're stacking, we're exactly ten feet apart. <clears throat> it's against the oh. whole of uh, all of us, though. No, no, no. I know, I know. us two would be. Stacks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'm. Simplicity. Uh, if it stacks, it's if it stacks, I hit eighteen. If it doesn't, I don't. I'm since he hasn't moved yet, I get to place him and I'm not placing him within 10 feet of you. Okay. Because I want this to work once. Okay. <laughs> now it's John, now it's his turn and he can move to be within 10 feet of you if he chooses. Yes, I would do that. 
Um, also, your your crew does have ballistas if you want to uh, involve that, but um, that get, that gets slightly more complicated. But we can do it. Um, what do you do on your turn, Balandor? Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> get go the ahead. water. I, yeah, I might. <laughs> I might in a minute, but I'm gonna do, do a moonbeam on it at third level, I guess. Okay, you cast moonbeam. Yep. We've been waiting. <laughs> so much hype, you know. <laughs> third level, third level. There you go. Twenty-one radiant damage to me. DC fourteen con save. Oh, nice. I failed the con save. What does that do? Um, what does it do? Twenty-one radiant damage, huh? Yeah. Minus yeah. Twenty-one. Okay. It's not, it's not a shape changer, so anything. it's not. Yeah. And I can move it at sixty up to sixty feet. Um, next turns. Uh, okay. Sorry. Nothing else. Nothing else on your turn, Valdor. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. No. Go around. All right, I'm going to cast Mental Prison on it. Uh, that's the wording, just so you can see it. But uh, ultimately, it's the penalty box, as mentioned. It has to make a DC 17 intelligence score. Otherwise, it will. Or regardless, it's taking 37 psychic damage. But it's whether or not it's being put in the mental penalty box, if it makes the save or not. Yeah, I'm surprised that Mindless Undead. Could... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It is mm-hmm. it uh, a va- immune? Is if is it immune to being charmed? It's not. Nope. Oh, then, uh, to it, charm list. Yeah. Hang on. Uh, undead traits. I don't see anything that says that, but it seems like it should be. But okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, if it's undead, then I think you're right. But I mean, uh, we're, this is my sixth level spell slot. Their spell. Well, I, I'm not going to have you waste it. Uh, you know, I'm not going to have you expend right. it if it can't be expended on this. So let, let me just check because sure, sure. I'm I'm referring to a, a different source for this guy. Sure. Let me just check regular zombies and see what it says for their immunities. Yeah. Give me a sec. I will come up with a backup plan. Damage immunities poison, so not immune to psychic. And doesn't say anything about charm. It doesn't require air, food, drink, or sleep. Okay, fine. But it appears you can charm a zombie. Mm-hmm. That, that seems Definitely in third edition. That... Odd. <clears throat> I, I concur okay, that fine. it's odd, but hey, I mean, it looks like it's valid. Uh, it looks uh, like rules is written, but... it's allowed. So yeah. Sure. So we're going with that. Um, yeah. So intelligence check for my, zo- my zombie yeah. here. Yeah, intelligence save Sweet. for the zombie. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to roll from the Dragon Turtles intelligence, but sure. it's actually minus four to this. Yes. <laughs> so okay. I, so, I so have a, a total roll of four. Right. So so you take 37 psychic damage, and mm-hmm. you're in the penalty box, specifically meaning that um, you can, you're strained. Uh, you, Which I uh, already basically right, was by the fear. Right. And you cannot see or hear beyond 10 feet of your it's uh, it, it cannot see or hear beyond 10 feet of itself and it's really scared because it's uh, the, the it's really, sea really is scared. because the sea is on fire and it's oh mind, dear right it does not like that and and yeah. and it's like loud because it's boiling or whatever i don't know whatever the case is so if it goes through that um then uh, voluntarily or otherwise it takes an additional 10 d10 that 59 psychic damage so you have effectively immobilized and uh frightened this thing since it's like a legendary creature of this part of the sea, wouldn't it be cooler if you guys just sailed away and it was still there? I, I think personally, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, think I don't think we, we have do. a real shot at like 
deal like fully, it. fully dealing with it. Uh, I'm fine with. I can only it. take one more hit of that blast. Oh yeah, like I would be dead. It it recharges on a five or six. Let me just. <laughs> it also it also can't see us. Right, I know, but I, 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 just so <laughs> it's clear, I did recharge my 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 breath. <laughs> right, I think we yeah, booked. If you guys want to get okay. away, then we can get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you definitely yeah. can. Right, okay. you you have effectively immobilized the curse of Earfong, which is the name of this zombie dragon turtle. Uh-huh. Um, perhaps the only zombie dragon turtle, um, but th- this one is called the Curse of Earfong, and you have uh, defeated it by immobilizing it and fleeing. Yeah. Congratulations on your actual first flight. Powerful spell. J- just so yeah. y'all know, since it was already stormy, I was going to cast Call Lightning and use <laughs> my were. channel divinity to max it. It would have been 70 lightning damage. Well, you can still strike. do that. Close away, bro. On, on, you, you, on, you, on the way you out, still, you do still do that because it's I, rad. I think you should. I think you absolutely should. Yeah. Does that? I, I don't well, know if that shatters any of the the mental no. box. No, the mental no, no, fright, like, it does Yeah, not. the frightened it would be. He's also got a moonbeam just like going focused yes, on him the whole it, time. It too. did twenty-one damage. <laughs> right. I, I figure. It, yo. I'm just saying it's just staying there. Right. Yeah, that's true. I I figure like we hit it with everything we got like as, as like a one round. Yeah, and, and it like decides that you're more like trouble bleeding. than it's worth, and it just you know <laughs> right. goes down uh, into the deep again. Our uh, our uh, you know effectively the the upside is we're still alive and we can make it back to um, Skaug to uh, you know for for blue booking ish or whatever like <laughs> on our way to Driftwood Docks next session. Okay, and uh, we can even do a little arbitrage in in Skaug too if you want to, Mike. Yeah, yeah. This week will be better. Go, go check in on the bard and the silence. Right. Make uh, sure that he is, in fact, uh, taming the steel drum band. Right for for his so modest. He, he does he does cast silence once a day as required by his fee, but the rest of the time he jams with the band. I think you're he adds like, a little guitar. It would be beneficial for him. Right. right. He, you know, practicing. He, he now feel he now has a backing band. He doesn't get to choose what they play. But he, once he learns their tunes, when they start a new one, he just plays along and, and makes it look like he's leading the band, even though he's following the band. <laughs> exactly. Is he like right. writing the lyrics for all of the <laughs> tunes that they're playing? Yeah, he, no one has actually written the lyrics for No Woman, No Cry yet, but he is now <laughs> writing them. Yeah. And Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah, all of those. The tide is high. He's, he's penning them all. He's going to be famous. Indeed. Also, yesterday, all his troubles seem so far away. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'll call that a good session. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> nice. <laughs>